At Kroger, we know the minute a tomato is picked off the vine, the fresh timer starts. The sooner we get our produce to you, the fresher it is. That's why we've completely overhauled our process to shorten the time from harvest to home for our tomatoes, strawberries, and salads. Because we know how much you love fresh produce, we give you more time to enjoy your tasty fruits and veggies at home. So whether you're shopping in-store, picking up, or prefer delivery, we're committed to bringing you the freshest produce possible. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is a HeadGum Podcast. have to cast black actors because it's like i'm black and as a black person people always expect you to give back you know mm-hmm, so it's like mm-hmm. for you guys i mean Ken Peel is like a big thing and like you guys reached outside of just like an urban you know window so it's like you guys have like white people watching you guys have like <laughs> sure. you guys have everybody so it's like that burden that you know spike lee might have i feel like you guys probably will have it as well, it's, well it's, it's interesting we had somebody talk to us about this uh, Jordan and I are developing a. Do you guys ever watch our our two alter ego characters, Van Damme yes. and Mike, oh my God. <laughs> who do the vlogs? So yeah. you know they do the vlogs, like comment on the videos. and comment on the videos yeah. and how they can be funnier yeah. and they have a really kind of puerile <laughs> software. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So those two guys were we're developing an animated piece where they're in junior high. Oh wow! Awesome. And it, but they're in junior high in present day. So the way that you become popular in school is to have. A YouTube channel right. and be kid. Yeah. Vlog. It's like the beginning of their lives. It's their origin story. <laughs> <laughs> so they're waiting for their so they're waiting for the for the pilot script from us at, at Comedy Central. But anyway, the guy who is uh, who's an animation guy, he's an animation expert. Mm-hmm. Um, and his name's Rodney, and I can't remember his last name. His last name is escaping me at this moment. But um, he's been working with Jordan on the piece a lot. It's something Jordan's really passionate about. Jordan's a big horror fan. He's a big and also a big animation fan. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. And he he said, he said, I don't understand what y'all did. Like, y'all crossed over first. <laughs> like, how did you, do, like, he's, how were you mainstream first? And I've tried to put that to my mind. Like, what's the answer to that question? Right. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of it is we're all, when we're writing sketches, we're always going for the human element first. Yep. Yeah. And then we put a black filter over it. Right. Yeah. So we'll hit it from a classical comedy point of view. I mean, if you think about, I mean, if you guys are you guys are fans, so you know when I mention these characters, Cedric and Levi. Cedric yeah. is the one who's like, "Where my dookie go?" <laughs> right, and his friend Levi is just always always fed up with him because he's high and saying stupid inane things. Yeah. That's just Laurel and Hardy, right? Yeah, right? right. So it's Laurel and Hardy, and we happen to live in the hood, but it's really Laurel and Hardy in the hood. Right, we're yeah. really respecting the comedic roots. It's not. A Hollywood pitch where you're saying it's Laurel and Hardy in the hood. Put in the hood, right? And, and and so let's let's do let's take everything that made Laurel and Hardy and work, and let's change that too. Don't change that part, right? Right. Yeah. That's uh, the part that's working. Don't right. change the the um, Ralph Cramden Ed Norton part, right? Yeah. That's just comedy, right? I could be green and it wouldn't matter. It's and the Martians would think it was funny too because this is one guy and this is another guy who's frustrated by him all the time and put upon by his stupid schemes. Right. right. That's just comedy. It's been. Comedy Comedy exactly. since Aristophanes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, yeah. the reason we crossed over is because we're telling human stories first and putting a black or um, a, 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 a ethnic filter on top of it right. second. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Even so that everyone can enjoy the human experience right. of it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's great. That's Sorry. great. I'm glad I came I out. So, so the popularity 
you know, we, and the thing is, Jordan and I are just comedy students. We didn't know any other way to make it. We weren't trying to become super famous. It's like, do we think this is funny? Right. Let's do it. Yeah. And then... New Line Cinema. So in this particular case with Keanu, it wasn't difficult because New Line came to us clamoring for the Pete for Keanu. New Line Cinema. And and New Line said, "Let's do it." I'm about to talk about a sponsor today because mm-hmm. you know this podcast is sponsored. Straight up. Because we official. We official. Mm-hmm. And you know what? How can you get more official than Squarespace.com? You can't. I mean, you, you can't, can't get seen without a website. You mm-hmm. sure can't. Let me tell you right now. I'm a. This is for real. Listen to me. If you don't have a website, your business doesn't exist. No, nope. it's true. It's true. If, if I can't, you I don't can't have a website, if I can't, if you an actor and I can't find you on the on your you own don't website, exist. you don't exist. You don't exist to me. Draw knows that. Mm-hmm. Draw, tell him. Listen, when I'm like at work, mm-hmm. sometimes I help find talent, and I'm like, hey, here's this new person I want you to look at, boss. Mm-hmm. My boss is like, oh, what's that website? They don't have a website. They don't, they don't exist. You lost a job. Now listen. Now look. I know sometimes people make excuses. I don't know how to build a website. I don't know what geo. I don't know what all that stuff. Is, that old <laughs> stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But listen, Squarespace.com is easy. How easy? It's so easy. You do not need to know how to code. Oh, what? I don't know how to code. No, at all. I don't have to know how to code. They have simple drag and drop options. Listen, I built my website, johnbraylock.com, what? with Squarespace. Stop it. Mm-hmm. And you, let me tell you, it looks professional. It does. It does. I've been to that website. It looks really good. Thank I've you. been to that website. It looks, it looks very really professional. Good. Thank you, James. Really James III, we got a website? I sure do. Oh, snap. What what you use to build that joint? You know I use that Squarespace. Yo, he used that Squarespace. Uh, James Third Comedy.com. That's from Squarespace, son. James Third Comedy.com. <laughs> James Third Comedy, son. It's not just trusted by us, it's trusted by millions of people. Right. Some of the biggest businesses in the world use Squarespace.com. This ain't no joke. Listen, man, if you want to be seen, get you a goddamn website. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it starts at eight dollars a month. Eight dollars a month. That's a frappuccino. Not only that. You can get a free domain if you sign up for a year. I'm sorry, that's one frappuccino though. I mean, I mean, if you get like a, if you get the big size, like the, it's true. If you get like the the big gulp size, the venti, the and it's venti. a free domain if you sign up for a year. For a year. Oh man, you know how you do that? What? Yo, just go to squarespace.com, enter the offer code, jump. Hey, hey, if y'all didn't peep it, that's our offer code. Our offer code yeah. is jump. Jump. Whoa, these black men got an offer code. Yo, ten percent. Off your first purchase, man. Yeah, that's I a slice it. of pizza. That's a, start your what? free trial today. No credit card required at Squarespace.com. Cool, because that means you know some people won't have good credit, so that means they can just go bye bye bye. I got terrible credit, but I got a Squarespace website. That's right. <laughs> Sign up for Squarespace. Make sure to use the offer code Jump. Jump. You got to support your brothers. J A J U M P. You know we talking about Squarespace. Build it beautiful. Let's get to that show. Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Drum Billigan. What more can I say? Black you know men can jump. Black actors, man. Black actors. All right, all right, all right, all right. Here we is, guys. Yo, I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't stop smiling right now. Why but. can't you stop smiling? I mean, because we have a guest. We have yeah, a guest. guest. We but have people a guest. won't even believe the guest yes. we got. This is Black Man Can't Jump in Hollywood. 
Mm-hmm. All right. For those of you who don't know, yes. who might be listening for the first time. Uh, we review the films of uh, leading black actors. Uh, and then we talk about it in the context of Hollywood. Why are they so few? Why did yeah. I do a weird why, Asian? Why are they so few? Why also, why also it has to so be a studio. Few? It has to be a lead actor a in a studio. studio film. Not no indies. We're not doing no indie films. We love here. indie films. We have nothing against indie films. It's just that for the context of this, yes. this problem that we're trying to address... We're not looking at indie films. Yeah. Uh, Braylock pulled off a miracle, uh, y'all, this well, week. Right. I don't know how that's he did it. I don't know how he did it. <laughs> but Braylock got us a, a guest today. Uh, I just asked. Hey, asked. That's a miracle. God damn it. What you say? How'd you say Why it? is that word How'd you so say hard? So How'd you say it? Joining oh, us. Oh, us. How'd you say it? How'd you say it? Asked. Okay, that this was good. This is your... I'm reliving really? my childhood. <laughs> so, White so, suburban town. <laughs> Which, did you just say axe? Jonathan said axe. Okay, jo- sorry. Joining us. Joining us today. <laughs> Don't do a drum roll. I can't do a drum roll. Can I do a It's Keegan Michael Key. Keegan Michael Key. Hello. You didn't do the drum roll, but you did bionic sound. We did bionic sound. So I'm bionic Keegan Michael Key. I like it. Just for the listeners, I came in here in slow motion like Steve Austin. If you know who Steve Austin is... You're my age. Six million dollar man. Yeah. You thought you I thought Stone Cold. No, he thought, he, I knew it. He said, I knew Steve Austin. Six million dollar yes, man. Stone. Okay, now, now I know what y'all talking about, but I thought Stone, Stone Cold, Cold Steve Austin. Austin. Oh, you mean fo- foil to the rock? The Dwayne the Rock Johnson? <laughs> okay, guys. I made a mistake. You guys, it's it's fantastic to be here. Am I your yeah, first you. guest? Uh, Am I your You are our second you're guest. Second, second guest. guest. Okay. You're our uh, first here. male guest. First male guest. I'm out here. No, 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 no. We, we got um, water and stuff. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't leave. I'm really interested in the stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 stuff. No, this is great. Yes, I'm so happy to be here. I really, no, I really am happy to be here. I think this is such a fascinating podcast, and I'm, I'm happy to be here. Thank you so much. Thanks yeah, thank you for joining us. Um, and we're doing a, we're doing a fantastic film. Mm-hmm. We're doing in the heat of the night. In the heat of the night, starring Sydney Poitier. They Sydney's call me Mister Tibbs. They call me Mister Tibbs. Call me Mister Tibbs. Yeah, and and I, I, you know, you and I talked about it, Braylock, yeah. about like. Hey, let's go back and see what it's like to go back to kind of when one was when people were making films exactly. at a time when we knew there was a huge disparity right. between cer- certain parts of uh, certain yes. different types of Americans. But at the same time, how much has changed? Yes. How much hasn't changed? And 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 what do we see in the movie? What do we not see in the movie? Yep. Uh, that's the interesting thing is watching a movie that's made in a certain era. It's like right. watching any movies that are made. And I, I may say a disparaging term right now, uh, j- just to make a point. Yeah. Okay. This is the thing I look at cut out in Twitter when they say, <laughs> when they say I'm a homophobe. Right, you know, right, they'll right. cut out. The, they'll cut out all the context. <laughs> is that um, I remember growing up because I, you know, I'm in my 40s, so I remember growing up in the 80s, and I didn't think about it until I got older. But in in movies, if you were scared or squeamish or pusillanimous mm-hmm. in any way, mm-hmm. people would say, "What are you, a faggot?" Right. Yeah. 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 And then now you can't fathom yeah. people, right. hearing that word. So true. Randomly yeah. used, and you're like, "What?" Yes. And yeah. it's the same I, thing. Yeah. I said. I mean, when I mean when I was growing up in high school, they people use that word all the time. Yeah, and yeah. like, yeah. and like, I remember it was so quick. I like kind of grew up in Jersey a little bit, and then came to NYU, right. and and my roommate 
uh, my roommate is gay, and I remember watching something, and because we used to say gay as in like stupid, right? Oh, that's so gay. And so, yeah, like, so gay. and so, I remember watching something on TV. He was there in the room. We're both watching, and I laughed, and I was like, "That's so and dumb." And I, I like, you I, stopped, I, I stopped myself, and I was like, "Holy crap!" And I remember in that moment. It was pretty awesome, but somehow in that moment, <laughs> so, I was like, I'm going to delete this from my yeah. vocabulary <laughs> right. now. Like, and it's, so that, yeah. it, it, certainly in that context. Yeah. And so now we're, we're dealing with the movie that was made in 1967, exactly. directed by Norman Jewison, who's yeah. a mm-hmm. really storied director, and also um, and, 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 and produced by the Mirish Brothers. Right. And the Mirish Brothers also, they made, you know, they did a lot of swinging movies in the 60s. Yeah. They did this, <laughs> the Pink Panther movies and stuff, which yep. I'm a big fan of yep. as a comedian. And right. what's so interesting is, what does it mean? to watch a movie like this in that context at that time because yes. you know you think about the civil rights workers that had gone down during the civil rights era yeah. and were killed in Mississippi exactly. yeah. and a lot of that stuff's chronicled in movies like and, Mississippi Burning you know right. yeah. and 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 it's it, it's so it, it was really cutting edge for its yes. time 1967 it was nominated for five oscars right and one one best picture and one best picture, best best picture. picture for that picture. year and, yeah. and one best actor wasn't Sidney Poitier, but Rod, Rod uh, Steiger for best. He won actor. best actor. No, yeah, let me ask you. This. He did. He won best actor. Yes, Ooh. and that's what's interesting is that's what we're saying is right. that in the movie the billing right. is Poitier, Poitier first, then Steiger, yeah. but Steiger was nominated for an acting award, not yeah. a supporting actor yes. award, and he yeah. won. And he won. won. And the other thing is, first of all, Rod Steiger is excellent in the film. Right. But the the, the interesting thing is, it. I'm and I'm, I'm trying to think: is there a preponderance of these movies? Right. Maybe there is. Maybe there's not. In this particular case, the character of Virgil Tibbs, do we think he's changed? Nope. Do we think that he grows or evolves in any way? And, do, and, and the thing is also in that time, in that era, and even today, does he have to? Right. Really? Is the question. Whereas Rod Steiger's character has a change of heart by the end of the movie. Yep. And we very often, we define a protagonist by the person who begins in one place and ends and in a different place at the end right. of the movie. Chris Rock has a good thing. And then I'm, I'm probably going to misquote it. This year... Um, after, well, yeah, January after Top 5 came out. Right. He was talking about um, just what's happening in the world. And he was like, people keep saying um, black people, like things are changing. He's like, no, black folk have always been good people. He was like, now white people are starting to change. They're it's recognizing. Not, like, they're right. recognizing. Like, we aren't changing. Like, for instance, in The Heat of the Night, Sidney Poitier was a good man from the beginning of the movie. He didn't yeah. need to change. Absolutely. Yes, exactly. Right. Okay, that's good. No, yeah, do he, I opinion? Yeah. yeah, that's, that's he a nice. He didn't need to. Real, so it's like real quick. I just want to lay down the uh, like the groundwork plot. for for Sidney Poitier. Just so, just for p- people who might not know who he is. I that's mean, true. No, there, there can be listeners who don't know so, who he is and, and how powerful his career yeah, has been. And, and he at the at this time, like 1967, this was his. Like he was already at the he, zenith. He was He's at, at the, the zenith. zenith. So he already won an, uh, an Oscar. He won an Oscar for uh, Lilies of the Field. He was nominated like a couple years before for the Defiant Ones. He he was the leading, the only leading black man in mm. in like major motion pictures. Absolutely, yeah. he was he was it. Like that's it. Like we we talk about a lot. Like when we do films, like who else was like up for this role? There was nobody else. It was him, and that's and that was it. Right, yeah. right. Um, so cool. But but he got some. He also got some slack. For and and or flack, flack, yeah, flack, yeah. Did I just I combined slack? Yeah, but you, but no, you they didn't. They did not give him slack. They gave him slack. They gave him no slack. They gave him, they gave him, no, slack. <laughs> they gave him no slack on that. <laughs> no slack. They gave him flack for being for being actually what you said, which was all of his characters were very upstanding. Like it was like he was never able to have more complexity like some of these other characters in, in the films that he was in with who like had like a, a like, bad size or whatever it's they, like he had to be the like upstanding. in Lilies in the Field and, right. and Patch of Blue 
there was more, uh, there was even more nuance. Yes, you know, and mm-hmm. he was struggling with things. And 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 the the movie that was very the movie he made the very next year, which is Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. Right. Mm-hmm. And so there's more sense of like it can't just be outrage. But this was the '60s. That's what we were feeling. Right. So yeah. that he was that symbol for us. But right. you still don't want a two dimensional character. You want a three dimensional. Exactly. Character. Yeah. Exactly. Um, cool. So let's get into it. I mean. First of all, what were the initial? Imp- I mean, does everybody love this movie? Yeah, what did you feel? It's my second time seeing it, and I uh, loved it the second time, same as the first. Yeah. yeah. Did anything strike you, James? Anything? Anything that was different? Uh, I, mean, that, I mean, I mean, you're, uh, when, when was the first time you saw it? First time I saw, it, I was in high school, and 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 so is it? Is that ten years ago? Is that yeah. oh, tw- more. <laughs> is, is high school fifteen? No, no, but I'm asking. Is it, uh, no, I think it, it was what twelve? No, 15, you're the same fifteen years ago. Yeah, yeah, because I just wonder yeah. as, as as we grow and as we look at our society, was there anything that struck you differently? Right. Yeah, I mean, I I I think what struck me differently this time was like was just being able to I was able to see this time like that like he's he's a guy trying to like figure something out but like still the thing that's in his way is like society you know what I mean like it wasn't like it wasn't like oh he has a clear person that's standing in his way it's like no it's the world around him that he's you know, right. it's, it's a real fish out of water story yeah. I, yeah. it's the perfect fish out of water yeah. story i wrote yeah. down like the main conflict of this movie is racism yeah like yeah. that's yeah. the conflict that's the yeah. yeah i wrote like, that down it's too more, more, even more so than the, than actual the mystery murder, the mystery of trying mystery to figure murder. out the right. murder it was yeah. just like what is like what's keeping these characters from coming together oh just racism, racism. i mean this was a, <laughs> this could have been a buddy Cop movie. movie, right? It Absolutely, could have been, which yeah. is what they turned yeah. the TV show into. into right? Oh, yeah. 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 They kind of re- they they removed a little bit of the racism, at, like the the um, sorry, what's the what's the cop's name? What's the uh, Gillespie. Name? Gillespie. 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 Yeah. His character in the TV show when that came out in the eighties or late eighties, I think. Yeah, late eighties, late eighties, into the nineties. Yeah, uh, he wasn't like really racist anymore. Like yeah. he was like trying to like, and he was like trying to fix the race problem, kind of. Like. And yeah. I never, I never watched that show. So is the premise? It's not Virgil who comes back. It it's, is. I think it is, it is Virgil. It is Virgil. It's just it, is he, Virgil. it is Virgil. It is Virgil. And he like, but then he like joint, like he comes back for his mother. And oh, like that's what it is. Maybe his mother's yeah. getting older. She's right. infirm exactly. or something like that, and he wants to he wants to live down there. Yeah, now. and then and Gillespie kind of like convinces him to uh, like just help like, join the force. Yeah, yeah, help yeah, out. Yeah. yeah. What about what about you, boy? Uh, like so, yeah. That's what I, this is the first time I saw this movie, and it's incredible. I'm like kind of. I had seen I'd seen Sydney Poitier films before. I saw Guess Who's Some Coming to Dinner, and I saw A Raisin in the Sun, uh, but um, I didn't. I never saw this movie, and this movie was like I was like, oh man, this movie's like it's really engaging. Like the 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 mystery, yeah. the noir, like film kind of noir kind of of it, it was really great and mm-hmm. excellent to me. It started off with a Ray Charles song, which I was yeah, like, right, this is yeah, dope. Right. Yo, yeah, Ray well. Charles, like an awesome, but yeah, and, and but yeah, it, there was something about like. Man, it's like watching those films. It, you do realize two things: one, how far we have come, because like racism in the South was just so blatant that you're just like you can't you you can kind of imagine it, but it's just like man, it was like unapologetically racist, yeah. right? Unapologetically yeah. racist. But you can also see why we have these problems today, because like for it to be like that in the in the late 60s so much so that they actually didn't film they they purposely didn't film in the south portier was like i'm not filming this in the south because he was literally afraid of the ku klux klan like yeah. they he, he, i read 
uh, on IMDb, like him and I, I. Oh man, I forgot who it was. Um, I think Harry Belafonte. It's probably Belafonte. Yeah, yeah. Harry Belafonte. It was Belafonte. Yeah. Like they got they like like had an incident with the Ku Klux Klan where they like were like almost run off the road and like. So like, which is funny because like actually it's happens in the in movie. movie. It happens. Yeah. In I was the like, movie, what happens yeah. in the movie like happened to him in real life, and he was like, I'm not filming in this in the South, and um uh they had they had to film like one scene like in Tennessee, uh, uh and they went down there like the cotton scene, uh and they went down there and they filmed it, and then like they did get into a little bit of trouble and they had to leave like, and so it was just like so that kind of like. Whew, where you're like you're like legitimately afraid for your life like in this film where he has to like I gotta leave like you got to get out of here or you're going to die. Like you're just straight up going to die and nobody's going to care and nobody's going to stop it. Yeah. Like that's insanity to me, you that's, know? Yeah. And you realize, oh man, okay, if that's where we were in the late sixties, yeah, it makes sense that this racism problem is so, in, it was so ingrained into society. You know what I mean? That you're like, Hey, these issues, like even though people aren't me- maybe that flat out racist today, it's like, it's so deep within our subconscious. And- you know what I mean? Like a side. This is a sidebar because I know we have to hear uh, how Dra felt about it too. But but like that we is a thing. That, like <laughs> yeah, watching, no, but that's a thing that like in watching the movie now <laughs> that I feel like is it's um it's hard to tap into direct. Like there's there's so much suspense in this movie. Yeah. But then the moments of hearing him say, "I have to stay," right? Like. In 1967, hearing someone say that, like it had to be like way more significant. Yeah, yeah, like it's amazing that that people didn't have a sense. Well, no one was listening to African American voices. Yeah, so I could see an African American reviewer going, "Why did you have to stay? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Just go back to Philadelphia. Oh, sure. But no one was listening to African Americans at the time. They were going, "It's a drama wrapped in race." (laughs) He was just a dude. (laughs) Tibbs was just a cop. Yeah, he was, just a, he cop, was a good cop. A cop in Philly. Of course, he was the best cop, right? They yeah. made sure to make sure you knew. Absolutely. He was the best. Can I say this, Gerard? Something I wrote down in my notes last night when I was watching the movie. Something I wrote down in my notes was like, in what world, even in the North, I know, it's so is true. he allowed to yeah. be the best the homicide best. expert? I yeah. know. Like, I how was does, thinking about that, too. I think, and I think we're thinking about that in a reality. It's, I, it's almost like the screenwriter, whose name like, is escaping me right now, yeah. is going... Here's what I need to say to move the story forward, no matter yeah. what color yeah, exactly. anybody is. Yeah. But what's so weird is, how does he, as a black person, even in the North, right. get yeah. to be the best, the best. homicide it, it was expert? Just, it was just for the plot. It's basically like, this is how, yeah, this, is how we, this is why we need the black dude to be here. Because he just would have been a cop. We're all cops, but he had to. Well, be then it's the just a mystery. Yeah, cop. Right. Yeah. It's true, though. It's true what you were saying, though, like about like him staying because. That was one of the first times. That was one of the first parts of the movie where I was like, "Whoa!" You could tell the difference because when, when, uh, when, like the speech that Gillespie gives him for him, like the, the first sh- time he stays, like, oh. like I was just like, "That's it." That's it. That's what I said. I was like, "I was like, what leave. is it? Wait, what are they trying to say? Is they it tried to put a murder on you, bro. Get yeah. out of here! <laughs> yeah. right, right, you right, right. just like, so what? Screw they this dude. And they're just like, "Oh, and, you'll stay because but, you want to. Uh, you want to prove it to these whiteies." And no, it's like, "Fuck them! No, they I don't want to kill you." But like that's that's also directly connected to that. Like we are so distant from. And that, exa- we're yeah. so distant from because yeah. so because distant. remember he's and there, there's two uh, two things I want to say right. two things that, that are interesting to me because because we're we're looking at it from a different context yes. right, right? Yeah. the one, the one is, uh, this is what you're saying James which I think is really 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 interesting and we should we should lean into yeah. is the other thing is that I was thinking about was his chief who's a northerner mm. says. 
says, well, there are cops and you're cops. How stupid is his chief about yeah, race relations exactly. in the 60s? In the South? How do you what? not think? And, and then Virgil's the one that has to say, but sir, which, which of course leads us to believe that his chief is white. Yes. Exactly. So go, You'll exactly. be fine. There are cops and you're cops. Yes. But it's Philadelphia. It's a major metropolitan city. How do you not understand the dynamics of racism yeah. in, yes. this, in, in, in America in the late 60s? The other thing, um, what's the other thing I was going to say? The other thing is, Sidney Poitier is such a good actor. He literally provides the legitimacy glue that we need it's, to make the plot work. Yep. It's incredible. It's so he incredible. says, you just want to show all them boys up north that you know what you're doing and that we are just so stupid down here in the south. That's Rod Steiger, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And ju- there, there are lines that I feel like were written in a script and Poitier must have said, I can do it with a look. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> and he did it. It's and so he true. Did it. I wrote down like, I wrote down like, when you first see it, so... For anybody who, for whatever reason you listen to this, you haven't seen the film, you should go see it. But sure. but there is a the first time you see Portia, he's he. And by the way, I every time you say it, it makes me feel very subconscious about the way that I'm saying Portia Portia because he's Barbados, right? He's from yes, Barbados. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But the first time you see him, he's in the train station. He's just like. He's just like sitting there, straight chilling, and, and the wife yeah. is just like, Read "What are you? What are you doing here, boy?" And he's just like. He gives him this dead stare, and I was like, "Laser!" I was like, stare. "Oh my god, he that's knows. that Denzel stare, but that's Sydney." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, Sydney well, had that's that. The thing. I kept on saying, "Oh my god, everything stems from Sydney." It's because yes. the thing oh is, he's god. not in the, in the film. The presence. You, you, the presence is crazy. He doesn't come across as the righteous black man. He comes <laughs> across as the righteous black man, as well as the coolest person in any yep. yeah. movie yes. made yes. from 1958 to. <laughs> 1971. I'm yeah. telling I mean, you right now, this is the thing. I mean, I, maybe we'll get into this later, but like this, it does kind of annoy me that he was only not, he was only nominated for two films in his yeah. entire career. But in his also, entire career, in his entire but, career, but he, he also he also got an honorary Oscar though. Yeah, he got an honorary. Well, Oscar. I mean, I mean, I mean, he got an honorary. I mean, Oscar. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But great, I mean, but great. <laughs> isn't an honorary Oscar almost better than a regular <laughs> Oscar? They go. I mean, it takes longer to get. It takes longer to get. But it means yeah, yeah, yeah it, it means you're that great. Yeah. Over yeah. so it's long. true. It's true. Yeah, that's what it feels like. It's like, whoops, so sorry, long. we were so bad back then. I understand it. I understand it. That's great. It is true. But I'm just saying, at the t- I'm just like, man, this guy was like, like you know, Meryl I mean, Streep, right, is like that now, right? She's like, every time she's nominated, everybody's like, yeah, yeah, you yeah, get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yep, but the thing Meryl about Street, him is he, he helped to me, is like when I think of Sidney Poitier, like I feel like he had Sidney <laughs> Poitier. I felt, I felt like, I feel like he, and I think you said it very earlier, yeah. is that he didn't have a lot of diverse roles because I feel like he he was the black man. He was a symbol. Like he was a symbol of yep. black men. So like almost every movie he was in, it was like I'm just going to take a black man and put him in this situation. Yeah. It's not about like a black man with a drug addiction. It's like this is just a, a black man living in the 60s having him deal with Dating a white woman, right. having him be a human who's a cop. It's just like just deal and with taking this as a black it too, person. right? And doing and it with for everybody. With like responding, you know, like a human being, having pride, but also like honestly, I mean, maybe this is a weird thing to talk about, but like, you know, Christian values were like very strong oh, back then, right? Yeah. Yes. And so like yes. he yes. to me, I was looking at him, I'm like, oh man, like he has that like self like that forgiveness, that like what like Jesus says, like, you know, 
like turn the other, turn the other cheek, cheek. even yeah. though he slaps the hell out of yeah. <laughs> not, not yet not yet not yet all right, all right, i know i have so much Hold i want to say <laughs> how did you how did you feel like when the, you watching it again it, the thing that was striking me the most was the depth the, the depth he still wrung out of the performance yeah. and what i mean by that mm-hmm. Jirai, is that you're saying right he's supposed it's like that old um what's the old medieval play it's not is it every man what's it called yeah what's it well called? every man is every man is a play play every man it's like, <laughs> like, like yeah. from the 12th century whatever the hell it's from and it's like everybody in the play no one in the play are characters they're yeah. archetypes every man so Sidney Poitier has to play this archetype and yeah, you're right exactly. like, you said, like you said he's not he's not encumbered with anything else we don't know right. about his wife because he's not married because right. the character says right. I'm not married he's right? not married right. so his wife improvised uh, scene by the way impro- was that an improvised yeah, scene I did not know that no. IMDB trivia is correct it was an improvised scene with him, when he's getting holed up in, in uh, Gillespie's yeah. house yeah that like moment wow. that they have together that's that's yeah. such a good scene Isn't amazing it's an Amazing scene, yeah. yeah. And but but my, so my feeling is, you're right. I, I you know he's just perfect. Yeah. And so I think what was also happening is they would Hollywood was trying to do a good thing, and in trying to good do a, do a good thing, they were doing a mediocre thing, yes. yeah. a mediocre to bad yeah. thing. So here's the thing: we're gonna make the black man perfect, perfect. Mm-hmm. And all we've asked, all black people are asking is. Just make us human. That's it. Right. Even today. Don't make but, me perfect. Yeah. Just Even make today. us. Just like you're not perfect. You right. We aren't. This is why at some point in time in your future, and don't make me fly back, black, right. fly back here and spank the three of you. <laughs> y'all have to have Pursuit of Happiness as a movie. Yeah. Oh my. Because God. Pursuit of Happiness with Will Smith is a movie about a man who's struggling to say to, 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 to make his life work. Yep. And he could yeah. be white. He could be Hispanic. He could be, he could be black. Yep. It doesn't matter. Just right. It's just that Will Smith. Smith murders it. How, yeah. how, we, how we feel about Will Smith, guys? Listen, we love Will Smith. We love Will Smith. We love Will Smith. Here at Black Man Can't Jump, we love we, we love. Yeah, I know, I know. Oh, I know. I, from, from, from a listener? <laughs> we love Will Smith. But Will Smith, but it's almost like, you know when people say people say these phrases and these platitudes all the time? Yeah. But after what we all witnessed last night on our Amazon Instant or whatever we yeah, were watching yeah, yeah, it on, yeah. right? Is that you go, there is no Denzel or Will Without Sydney, exactly. and I say that because 100%. because I I just I'm so impressed by how cool oh and my hip, goodness. like when he says lines like you dig yeah you know and it's I'm not like going in fights you, you dig, dig. Yeah. it made me feel him. so cool Ooh. when Denzel won the Oscar he literally says like, he talks it. about yes. Sydney because he's like they, he even says exactly what you just said. I wouldn't be here without this man. Yes, yes, yes. I, I believe and and listeners correct me if I'm wrong. The Oscars when Denzel and Holly yes, won. Yes, you are correct. T- technically, that's the black Oscars. And yes. that's when Sydney got his honorary Oscar, right. right? So it was like, that was like a night that the Oscars was like, and oh, Hallie black won, people yeah. exist. They're good. <laughs> you know, they're good. And, and yeah, they have nuance right? and regular human stuff. feelings. Yes. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're, you know, and I, I don't mean to be crass. but No, but that's the, it, but To go from a pri- – I don't mean to be crass right now. I'm going to be crass. Uh, I'm just going to be primal. I'm going to be primal. Yeah. It's just that – Oh, black people aren't apes that look good. Right. Yes, you can yeah. do something. You can be a dad. We're human, right? or like, or like these sub creatures that you can like train to like be a good boy. Yeah, I mean that's the thing with that that boy comment, Ooh, I mean, you know that, I mean? which was really I well. That. I think is is, is is so was so wonderful and necessary in the script that yes. everybody yeah. called him boy, 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 boy. Yeah. boy. And the re- and here's can I tell you this? Mm-hmm. There are there are lines in films from that day to this day that should be famous. 
and they're not famous catchphrases because they weren't set up well. And Norman Jewison and the screenwriter, they set up, they had like the perfect amount of yep. boy, 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 mm-hmm. Mr. Mr. Tibbs. Yes, and and yes. that's why we still remember yes, exactly. Mr. Yes. Tibbs yeah. because they got, ch- it was just because he, 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 he takes it. He takes it every time. And takes it and you, takes it and, and goes, you know he's I'm upset done. about it, but he doesn't say anything. And he's well, just taking and, and the way it. And the way he says it is so elegant. Yeah. What do they call you in Philadelphia, Virgil? They, they call, call me, me Mr. Mr. Tibbs. Yeah. Yes. And so his the elegance is that he doesn't he doesn't scream at him, he simply clarifies. You know they set it up. You know, wait, they, they, this film's brilliant. <laughs> they set it up even more, not just the boy. Remember the first scene that you see with the guy who winds up, spoiler alert, being the killer. Yeah. The first scene that you see, he's like he talks, he's talking to the cop and he's like, But I think Sam, I think his name is Sam. Sam's the he's cop's like, name. He's, yeah. like, he's like he's like Sam and he goes, What did I tell you about calling me Sam? It's and he's like, oh, it's sorry, officer, Mr. It's, it's Officer Wood. Because he it's, says it wrong. Yeah. He says Mr. He says Mr. And then he's like, officer. I'm sorry. Officer Wood. Yeah. And you're exactly. like, oh, I remember when that happened. I was like, see, that's respect. They're showing yeah. that. Like, yeah. in here, it's a, res- a show of respect. And it's a, it's the white equivalency to what we see is violated later in the yeah, film. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I mean, I remember uh, watching it. And I'm not going to lie. This movie is great. But it, I didn't enjoy it. It was hard movie. for you to watch. I didn't enjoy it because. Oh, interesting. I, but we, the thing to me is, like, this movie. For some reason, when I thought about this, okay, I'm gonna tell y'all something. Y'all don't know. So, oh, okay. no, no, I'm gonna tell you. So, uh, my parents are oh, older. They're very older. And yes. there was an incident that happened maybe a year ago where I got pulled over in the South. Like, at it was getting oh, dark. And it was like, I'm driving my, my stepdad is disabled. We're going to the Special Olympics. I'm in the slow lane. I get pulled over by a white cop. White cop pulls up, takes my ID, doesn't come back. Another cop car comes up. Another white cop. Wow. No one tells me what's happening. Now, again, my parents are older. They, they didn't say anything when you oh. when they approached the vehicle. They didn't say oh, your like, lights oh, are out, your speeding. Said, no, he said license registration. Other cop pulls up. Next thing I know, me and my parents are talking because we're going to the Olympics. Nothing's happening. And all of a sudden, he's like, I need you to step out the car. And my mom is like, no, you need to step out the car. And my stepdad, my stepdad is much older. and He's from the South. He immediately regressed to and you know, I know to the, to the yeah, old. Yeah, yeah. T- let, yeah. let, me, let me put it. In a, yeah. Let me put it in a psychological way for you. Yeah, yeah. The old tapes. Yes. Mm-hmm. He 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 went back to this thing of like, like fear, like straight fear. Absolutely. And, and subjugate, subjugate, subjugate. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, what's going? on? And the thing is, as a dude, I'm like, what's going on? And mind you, as I'm looking, there's another cop on the opposite side where my mother is in the back seat, pointing a gun. And I'm like, what? Wait for the real? Hell is going on? And my license. I lived in L.A. And the thing is, when I moved to New York. The, the the DMV doesn't forward mail, so I had a uh, expired license, but they didn't tell. Me, like I knew none of this. All I know is I'm getting dragged out of the car from my parents, and it's like uh, my stepdad just had this thing of like fear, right? And I'm thinking like in my head, that's what this movie reminded me of. It's like the opening is uh, Sidney Poitier is like at the train station, mm-hmm. just waiting, doing nothing, Do- literally doing nothing. nothing, and he's about, nothing. and they're about to basically put him in for murder. Unless he was a cop. And the thing is, in my head, for some reason, it no just brought me back to that. Nothing. Yeah, and no question. And oh, I'm you're thinking a about it. 2013, I didn't know what was going on until I got, um, so I took my picture and a black female cop saw me and told me what was happening. So I got booked without knowing. Didn't know where my parents were. It's like I had no clue what was happening. Until Did this you black, ask, were you asking? Oh, like, my mom was screaming, what's going on? And the thing is, I'm, I mean, I'm born in, you know, right. like this is, I'm, not dumb and I wasn't born that age so I wasn't fearful it was just like what is happening right you know and it's like that's what that movie reminded me of you were in a time where that like you could have done nothing yeah. and no one would have cared like Sidney Poitier's character if that's, he wasn't a yeah, cop exactly. would have died oh yeah and, 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 and the thing is 
even as a cop, before we know he's a cop, he does this amazing thing. That whole scene is penetrating. Yes. Yeah. Because he just... Because his mother lives there, so we have a, what I call a high-context piece right. of dialogue yeah. later on in the film that helps justify things earlier in the yeah. film. Yeah. So he says, you know, I was visiting my mother, right? Mm-hmm. And there's this thing where he knows how to behave in that. He always shows prudence in the film. Yeah. He knows how to behave every single step of the way, which is which is emboldening, right? But at the same time, almost makes it a cultural James Bond movie. So yeah. How does he know He's what so to smart. do every step of the way? He knows, yeah. but that's that's push, part, yeah. he knows how to push back, like just yeah, enough, just, just enough. before, like you know what I mean. Which we, when we but I think now is yeah. the time. Now is the, the time, right? Because once yeah, again, Norman Jewison puts this. He, he puts the movie together in such a measured way, and there's such a. It's it's startling. Yep. And I mean, I'm, it's it's as it's as satisfying as an orgasm. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. that yes. moment. Yes. Exactly. wants it to be up. that it's building, building and building and building. And there's a, go go ahead, Brayla, because I know you've been waiting. You to wanted say to say that. No, you wanted to say this so bad. We all do. Go oh, ahead, say did. it though. Man. No, yeah. So I mean, uh, and the build up the build up the greenhouse scene. So he's been calling like we've been saying. He's been calling boy. All this just so much racism has been being thrown in his face. Flagrant. Like, he, he was almost booked for murder. And, like, even after when he's helping them, it's still – they're still on him for everything, right? And then he's driving, and he has an idea in his head of this guy who might be a suspect. Mm-hmm. They're driving there. And while they're driving there, so there's a field, and you see people picking cotton. All these black, you know, black women, black children, black men, they're picking cotton. Uh, you see the you see some cotton, like, machines or whatever going. And, and uh, Gillespie turns to him, and he goes – what did, what did he say? He's like he turns to him and he's oh, he says, like, "Did you come here to question me?" No, 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 no. So, be, so while while in the car, Gillespie, 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 like kind of turns to him and he's like, he's like, he's like, none of this, none of this for you, huh, boy? Like no, no, uh, Virgil, he says Vir- Virgil, Virgil. He says, so none of this for you, huh, Virgil? Yeah, you're better than the, you're which better is than such them, an huh? interesting, complicated thing for. He means it to be complicated. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, so you're better than these oh, black so you're people, right, them. Virgil? And he's like, no, they're better than this. Exactly. They just don't know how to get out of it. And yeah. so it's like, oh, my goodness, like very reminiscent of slavery. So no, like, but it's, but to me, that's the thing of like Chris Rock talks about – like I always bring up Chris Rock. Like Chris Rock and Bigger and Blacker, he brings up the difference between – I'm a, whatever. Sure. I haven't said it on the show. Same. The difference between being a black person and a nigga. Right. And I feel like that that's what that question was. It's right. like, oh – you're 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 black. You're not one of these niggas here. And it's like, what's the, like, what is that? What yeah. are you and also, well, and, and and in this context, in this movie, the context is, um, but it's your society that you've built in the South. It's the culture and the heritage that you built in the South right. that make these people like this. Right. Yes, exactly. you made them niggas. Yes, exactly. Yes. exactly. You, they like didn't yours. ask to be niggas. <laughs> right. You made them exactly. niggas. So yeah. don't so put it on me, it's, Gillespie. It's like. Yeah. It, is like the everyman thing. Like the mm-hmm. everyman thing is sort of heightened there, right? In that it's not the same thing that Chris Rock is saying, like there's black people and there's niggas, right? In this case, it's like, no, we're all the same. Yes. But yes. it's the situation. So yes. all this is happening. They get to this they get to this place. I forgot I forgot the character's name. Endicott. Endicott. So they get to Endicott's place. He's like in this greenhouse, you know, with orchids and and you know and so and uh Virgil, Virgil. begins begins you know, questioning him, and he doesn't realize, and Endicott doesn't realize it. So he begins questioning him about it, and then when you, when it like kind of turns, and you're like, oh wait, 
when Endicott realizes, are you questioning me about this man's murder? Mm-hmm. And it was like, wait a minute, I've been standing here and this like this nigger, yeah. nigger, this, this nigger. nigger has been questioning me. The nigger who I got eliminated for. It's like, and he I got this nigger eliminated. And I just got him some. I got this nigger like, eliminated. And, yeah, that's right. and his servant goes to get him eliminated. Yeah, right, right. He got him eliminated. Is questioning me, and he slaps him, and without skipping a beat, <laughs> Virgil. Slaps him right back. Yeah, it was the best moment ever. It's the best moment in the movie. The best moment, and you're not expecting it to happen. Oh no, not at all. Because what's what's the guy's name? The white dude, Uh, Endicott. Endicott, and he's walks right over. He walks right over without saying a word. He just walks over to him, smacks him, boom, reflex smack. Yeah, yeah. It was a back slap. Right? It was a back slap. It's a re-slap. It's a reflex back slap. Reflex. It happened. It was like back, back. And you're like, and, and he you, stared him down. And here I am. I'm, I was tired last night. I'm talking, this is like 11.45 yes, at night. I'm like, too, I, man. I was like, oh, shit. Exactly. Oh, he's going to smack this motherfucker in the face. He's like, how it, like, it's, it's a shocking, it's a shocking now. And woo, it's, it was, I mean, so it's a shocking. moment. 67? So, so, wait, so there's so many cool trivia things about this. So it's, it's a little bit, it's debated, apparently. Uh, the sc- uh, who who wrote the screenplay? Oh, I, gotta, I, gotta, I can't I gotta, remember. Okay, his so name. they so it's so a really Sydney, interesting name. Yeah, because but Sydney was like Sydney says that it wasn't in the script originally, and that he was like he he came to the producers, came to the director, and was like, I will not do this unless I get to slap this him back because that is what a human person would do. They would not just like get slapped and, and take it. He says that's what a human person. That's yeah. what a yeah. human yeah. A person. Man. A man. And, and Virgil, forget him. He's black, black, white, Asian. Virgil is a badass. Yes. Yeah. He's all, you don't fucking slap me. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No matter what. Not color I'm doing he was. my job. I'm doing my job. I'm at doing this my point. job. And you don't just walk around. I'm trying to I'm doing an investigation exactly. right now. You don't slap me you in don't the face. Slap me in the I'm face. a cop. <laughs> yeah. Like exactly. You don't slap a you don't cop slap in the a face. Because yeah. we know what happens when you look at a cop nowadays. Oh, you know what happens? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we know but, what happens. Oh, okay, so yes, that's right. Sterling uh Silifant. 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 Sterling Silifant wrote the script, yeah. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earning. Earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day and up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earning app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck and look guys i know you're like me sometimes unexpected instances come up where you need a little extra cash i know for me we i got two dogs every now and then one of these dogs eats something that they're not supposed to eat <laughs> they be pooping on uh, you know doing yeah, something and i'm I like we gotta take this dog to the vet and the vet's like you gotta give me my money and i'm like goodness gracious well that's why you got something like earning because you can make earning a part of your financial routine. Enjoy earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earning today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Jump Under Podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. Jump Under Podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earning.com slash TOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC.
So you open Google Chrome on your phone, you're hunting for a super rare first edition vinyl of a band you're obsessed with when you're supposed to be working. But the site you tapped on seems pretty shady. And Daryl from IT just jumped up from his desk. Oh no, he's coming your way. It's a good thing built-in malware protection keeps you safe and sound. Not from Daryl though, sorry. There's no place like Chrome. Download Google Chrome on your phone. Priceline presents, go to your happy price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else. Like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, this is Will Arnett. I, we, are inviting you to follow us as we go on tour and we take our podcast, Smartless, on the road. Join us and watch any boundaries we previously had disappear. Like you've never seen us before, you'll see us on the road ordering lunch, roasting each other, and on stage as we surprise each other with a mystery celebrity guest in each city. Boy, that sounds amazing. Welcome to to Smartless! Don't miss our new series, Smartless, on the road, streaming May 23rd, only on Max. Subscription required. So, so, but there, so apparently there's like, so they said that, that, that it was originally in the script, whatever, if it happened or didn't, I'm sure that conversation took place. Oh, it absolutely. Yeah. Even if it happened, yeah. I'm sure it took place because you know what the other thing is with Sydney was like, I want this in. He's like, I don't just want this in. The, I don't just want this in the film. It needs to be in every version of the film. That means the version that you're showing down in the South, because that's the thing. Some, you know what I mean? Movies right. can they take different, different takes version. and they show different yeah. versions. Ooh. They show different versions. Isn't that amazing, James, sometimes that they would show different, different versions, versions in different parts of the country. It's yeah. insane. And he was like, this needs to be sh- if you're playing it in the South, this is the film. It is in the South. And so he was like very specific about it. The good part, he had that power is great too, though. And, and he did. He oh, did have that power. Yeah. He was yeah. very, very, well, very Well, the, the thing is, and the other thing is, that, and in that scene, that, and, and I always wondered this, and if I, if I, uh, I've had the pleasure of meeting Samuel Jackson, Samuel L. Jackson once, and if I meet him again, yeah. now that I've watched this movie, I'm going to ask him this question. Say that character that you played in Django, right? Yeah, was it at all? Was there ever a trigger point for you? And was the trigger point the servant? The servant, remember when the servant oh. gives him that oh. Mr. Endicott goes, shape. Yeah, yes, oh, well, yes. And, and the that thing is, yes. you can look at that two different ways he throws shade to Endicott, yeah, or he says, Oh, you're gonna die, that, that, or he says. That black man who just left here, sir, doesn't know his place. Right. Yes. It could, yes. Yeah, it could be right. one of two. It could yeah. be one of two meanings. I thought it was the second one. Yeah, I, thought, I, thought I thought it was the second one. Yeah. I thought it was the second one. I know my place, sir. Oh, I don't wow. think he knows his place. I thought it was the place. second one. Uh-huh. You're right. right. Can't, can't let Negroes right. in Can't let Negroes get up in there like you that. Yeah. Yeah. Eliminate? And the other thing is, you're right. He's such a badass. Like, you, he's a legitimate detective. Like, yep. he's the best detective. It's, it's a great murder mystery. I think the movie would hold up. I think I'm not sure. I think it would hold up without the racial component. 
Yes. Yeah. Do you guys no. think yes. the movie would hold up without the racial component? Yes. hundred percent. It is good. It is a very, that's what I was saying at the top. It's very good, like mystery crime film. The other thing. So another little trivia thing, just sorry. I'm sorry. I'm like, <laughs> no, go ahead. but like they, so uh, apparently, uh, I don't know if it was the director or the producer, but they were uh, a little bit worried that it was playing because in the North, there was a lot of laughter that was happening in the, and they were like, this isn't a comedy. The, this is a drama, but the laughter was coming from like, Irony, just, just the irony, and like the fact that Sid- that Sydney was showing, the, like that oh, Virgil yeah. was like showing up these racist, this racist town, like making them look really stupid, and so people were laughing at that. But when the slap came, dead silence, and he was like, "Oh, okay, I know that this is a drama." And then yeah. they also said ah. they they also said they used to play this game where they would go and they would say, uh, "They would go, we know if this is a white audience or a black audience, because if it was a white audience, you would hear, oh my, like oh my gosh, like." Whoa, dear! Something like that, right? And if it was a black audience, it would just be, woo! Like, and I was like, oh, is this where it came from? <laughs> no, but <laughs> it's so that's so interesting because the thing is, it's like when I again when I look at that movie, it was very uncomfortable. But it was like, I mean, I'm gonna say it. Like, I know, whatever. I'm gonna say it. I know we do this podcast about like Sandra, uh, Sandra, a black, a lead black actor. But I'm I, we touched on it a little bit. Keegan, you touched on it. Sydney wasn't the lead of this movie to me. He was top wow. build. Okay. He was top build, but the thing about it is, he wasn't the lead because there was no growth for him. He was, you know what he was? Mm. He was, he was, I like comics. So he was Robin to the white cop's Batman. Because Batman is the one who experiences everything. He experiences like, oh man, I almost did this guy dirty. Oh, I have to defend this guy. And they say, do you want your job at one point? Like the, the, the higher up is like, after yeah. he smacks him, he's like, uh, our other sheriff would have shot him. You know, like they yeah. make sure mm-hmm. you know that he is growing. Sydney again, doesn't grow. But I will say this now. I, it, 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 I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to take a moment of umbrage mm. against the, the, mm. the comparison. Right. Only to say this. Because Batman has the know-how in the Batman Robin. Exactly. And in this situation... Virgil has true, the know-how. Yeah, true. So, true. would you, Gerard, would you be willing to accept that maybe we could call it a two-hander? Yes, I would. That's I would a two-hander. That. That that right. that like, no, that. you did say like a buddy cop film. It right? would be yeah. a, to me. This is a buddy cop film without the humor. Because well, the one cop, because in this in this scenario, my, the way I look at it, St- Gillespie is kind of like uh, I'm, I'm gonna. This is a kind of a wonky example. If you take Starsky and Hutch and make them the same person, and then you mm-hmm. have Huggy Bear. Yes. So Gillespie is Huggy Bear because Gillespie knows the territory. Gillespie knows the cultural topography and the politics of the area. And Virgil has the know-how. Right. And what's interesting is I wish – here's the thing thing I wished in the film. I wish that they would have explained a little – it would have been one scene. Just the kind of the political landscape in Sparta because – because what is the motivation for Gillespie to say the phrase, well, I don't have an expert. Right. I don't have yeah. an expert based yeah. crime. And, we, and, and, maybe, and, and maybe I'm I, just supposed to glean enough from like, the guy, that, like, the guy that got killed is the guy who's bringing all the jobs to yeah. Sparta. Right. Yeah. That is, that's true. For, for, for everybody. Too. For everybody. Make sure to make sure you know like it's like colored people as well. Yeah, that town needed, like uh, financially it needed It this, needed this infusion. And that, yeah. yeah. And, and, if, and they did set it up where like if they didn't find out who the killer was – the wife she was of the cute, deceased the was gonna. Oh, was gonna. Leave oh, she was the gonna town. leave. Yeah, yeah, she was yeah. Gonna, And she said, it, and that's what, and that's why they had to keep Virgil there because they were like, if you don't let that Negro stay on the case, I'm out. 
Yeah. Right. And, and she's so from yeah. Chicago. Like, she's from Chicago, which is once exactly. again. And, it's and they were like, this oh, is, oh, it's appalling how you treat this man. This yeah. is one of those movies, too, where – and I, I can't say it's the first movie because I don't know that for sure. Right. But I love that it's one of those movies where you have that sensibility where – you get that weird sensibility where the North is evolved. Right. Yes. He's yes. from Philly. Yeah. She's from Chicago. Exactly. She's like, I can't believe how you savages are treating. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, not that racism didn't exist in the North, in the but North, it wasn't like, like it wasn't. We like don't do this. this. We don't we, do this. Oh, how yeah. dare you? How like, dare you? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And it's so funny when he's getting. There's a scene where uh, Cindy Portier, uh, oh, Mr. Tibbs, um, is getting chased like kind of in a car chase and the thing is it's so funny he's getting chased by I guess like uh, white people who hate him and they show <laughs> that's a good way to put it they only show at one point the confederate flag yeah, yeah, yeah. Of that's the, it of, which of is the car behind which is him so, so relevant right, right now. so holy yeah. crap the thing is it's like so it's, it's just that, that it's, and the thing is the only shot to show that these people hate him is the shot of the Confederate flag. Yeah. yeah. There's like one other shot of the guys in the car kind of a salivating, going, we're going to string us up a nigga today. Yeah. Yes. And they go yeah. back to the, the flag. Rest, and then right back to the back Confederate to the flag. flag. Yeah. And then you know, and then the Isn't driver that's... negotiating, and then back to the flag. To and the then flag. Virgil, and then back, back to, to the, the flag. flag. Isn't that yeah. funny how, yeah, it's it was so obvious to everybody in 1967 right. that and the Confederate this, flag uh, is a symbol of hate. And the flag goes down. Only in South Carolina. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. In 2015. Isn't that crazy? And it was a big deal when like, it went no, down. No, no, it's just our heritage. Like, Yo, your heritage is that. And people, what's so amazing is y'all lost that war in the 1860s. <laughs> yes. It's 2015. <laughs> and you lost the war in 1865. Yeah. Yes. If you, that flag, the people, if the people who hung that flag high would have won, I would not be, we wouldn't be in the room here with, with our producers. I wouldn't be here. Lovely producers. Uh, lovely producers. We wouldn't be here because that flag to me, and I don't give a shit if anyone's gonna call me out on it. That flag represents straight hate, and it's like it just represents hate. And the fact that like this is a big deal. And to me, when I saw that movie, this movie just touched on things that are happening right now to me. Like cops can just pin, not all cops. I have friends with cops, but cops can pin stuff on you without a question. And the fact that that flag is what chased him down. They barely showed the people in the car. You're right. I really think. I I, I think you're right, Joe. I think in that entire action sequence, it's two shots of the guys. That's it. And there's like. Ten shots in the scene. Oh, so, yeah. There's two, so eight shots of a Confederate flag bumping into the bumper just of another a, car. Just a flag. Yep, flag, flag. They never showed flag. the they never showed the back of um, Mr. Tibbs' car. It never, was always never, never, never. Sydney flag. Sydney, Sydney flag. flag. Maybe a wide shot flag. flag. So you yeah. knew yeah. who was coming after. I'm gonna throw this. I'm gonna throw this, James. Like, uh, just because we, had, you know, uh, oh, man, this conversation is so good. But keep like, going, keep going, keep the, going. We're the, going. The so one of the reasons I think one of the reasons I think that this. Uh, one of the reasons I think it's it's hard to tell if Virgil Tibbs was the main character of this movie is because, like I said, that motivation they didn't explore it enough. It made it made it seem like Gillespie was the one who gave him the motivation. It was instead of like, and you, I think if Sydney if Sydney wasn't such an incredible actor, yeah, I feel like it would be hard to tell. But like you can see him like contemplating inside himself, and like as a viewer, I was like, oh, he's thinking of he's realizing the importance of having of being here and changing the way that these people think. Yeah. Now, we didn't actually get a scene where he really gets to say that, right? Yeah. There's no scene where he gets to... Mm-hmm. But if that scene was there, do you think it would have been... Absolutely. I struggle with that a lot. Like, the whole movie, I was like, oh, like, we're, like because he's this fish out of water, we aren't. We don't get to hear him just talking to somebody exactly. until way later, you yeah. know, until that, yeah. that improvised scene yeah. that happened. But, like... About his backstory. About his backstory. Yeah. We don't get to hear him, like, have moments of... Of doubt, really, you know, because 
he is such an outsider in the movie. So, like, you know, you, you have this fight of, like, oh, I know this is supposed to be about him, but I can't tell that it is yeah. because we don't get to be a- alone with him in that I mean, exactly. I feel like as an actor, I, as an actor, not as a producer, right. I'm watching Sidney Poitier rest the movie into the world of logic. It's so yes. true. There are place, I mean, that's As how an good, improviser, that's, you know, looking at exactly. that, you're like, yeah. wow. He was, almost per, he was almost operating as an improviser. It's so true. He's going, I have to knit these per- pieces together, which is plot. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you're right, James. It's, it's like, why? Okay, we get it at the beginning. His boss says, you got to stay. You have to stay. Right. Um, we don't even know what the motivation for his chief to tell him that is. No. Yeah. And really then, the, and, the, and the, it's, it's, the, it's the subsequent pleas yeah. to stay mm-hmm. or the subsequent ideas or motivations to stay that he deals with masterfully because I think that those can, that those can be looked upon yeah. or construed as uh, plot yeah. Loose plot. Loose plot. Yeah, there is yeah, a little yeah, bit of yeah, yeah. There's a little bit of And then, like, it puts a lot on the viewer to be like, oh, you know, once he's this like, I have to stay, I have to stay, you're like, oh, that's the that's the type of detective yeah. that this man is. You right. know, like, once he gets, Which once is, he feels close, he, you know, he has to keep going until he cracks yeah, and, and, and that's not racial. That's, that's, he's, that's, he's obsessed. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It just, paints him to an archetype a little bit, but like, that, but so one of the reasons I was thinking about that is because I was like, man, if there was a scene, for instance, if there was a scene with his mother, I wish, I mean, wish, yeah. And he I, goes to home to his mom, and he's like, he's like, you first of all, you need to leave. Like this place is awful. They, this is how they've been treated. I don't, I can't imagine how they've been treating you. Right, you need to get right. out of here. You need to come up to Philly. I, I have a good and and the mom and the mom just has like some instills some like some sense of like responsibility, which is what African Americans for so long still today have like they have a, an extra responsibility. That white people just for they just don't have they, they don't, don't have, have. They, they just, just simply don't have, don't have. Yeah, and, it, yeah. and it's not you know it's not it doesn't that doesn't mean you know it's not like their fault but it's just like their the way that our society was construed African Americans have an extra sense of responsibility and if we got to like have that talk just a little bit just a taste of it that I would have been like I'd have been like cool and and that end scene because that's the the thing that bothered me was that the end scene even though I was like okay Gillespie's supposed to. We're supposed to like hear that line where he's like, "You take care now." You hear, as like the, we're like, "Oh, he changed okay. him a little bit." Mm-hmm. But I was like, I was like, what I thought was gonna happen, what didn't happen was he was gonna be like, he's like, "You take care now, Mister Tibbs," and it never came. Yeah, right. He never. He never. And that. And I was be, like, oh. And that may be a result of the movie being made in 1967. That's 100. Yeah. That see, it's I, I like. I, I mean, I'm saying it to you. Yeah. Braylock, because it, it's interesting to look at you. I'm, I love calling you by your last name. <laughs> great last name. Thank you. Um, uh, is is I like looking at a 21st century sensibility. Right. Talking about the film. Going, right, yeah. he should have called him Mr. Tibbs, but that's not what they did. Yeah. Yeah. So they probably sat around, the writers probably sat around, and Jewison probably sat around and said, we can't do it. That is, that's unrealistic. Yeah. It's completely realistic insane? to us and right. unrealistic to them. Yeah, they're like it wouldn't it wouldn't move the dial that much. It wouldn't move the it's dial a, that it's much. It's enough that he would just say, You take care now. Like show him a motor come up. Or the time. other way to put it is it would move the dial too much. And right. they go, Whoa, that's absurd. Right. That guy would never call that guy right. by, by, this uh, is by right. his formal right. respectful title. Right. And and 
like in thinking about that though too, like if the, the slap going back to the slap, yeah. like if the slap was a thing that Sidney Poitier was like, this must be in the movie, then they needed to then also add the the moments where the guys like. Uh, why didn't you shoot him after he slapped? Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. had, had right, right, you right. Know, which kind of like that—that that was a thing that stood out to me. I was like, why is this happening? But then it was like, oh wait, no, that would—they would obviously have to address what's different about yeah. you. You know, like I don't know. So, Jarrell, why don't we? Why don't we get into the swirl a little bit? Oh, yeah. I, this, this is a real tough this one. Feels no, 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 this do. feels really... no, it this does, feels wrong to do. This feels wrong. This is I've, so idealistic. I've thought about it. Yes. Uh, okay. Just so you know, the swirl is. Um, Explain the swirl. Uh, so the swirl is, um, I feel like black men aren't seen as sex symbols enough. Right. Because um, we are men. We, we are, are men. Handsome. We have a sexual life. We have a sexual we drive. We have a sexual mm-hmm. life. And I feel like a lot of times in uh, movies and on TV you will see a white man with a black woman or a woman of some type of ethnicity. Sure. Because, because that's the thing. And, you know, we have a history as African-Americans where, like, if you were a black man and you looked at a white woman at a certain time, you were killed. You were killed. Right. I mean, yeah. Emmett Till. I mean, Emmett Till. Mm-hmm. To like, kill a mockingbird. Like, you know what I'm saying? You get the, like, it happens. So my thing is, to me, is like we will never be considered equals in movies until black men can have sex with a white woman on screen because at that point, if it's not about his race, we're equal. It's right. like that's it. There's no. There's it's no other. And out. it's not that. Uh, sorry, I, just to clarify, because yeah. like I know some people like. Oh, people you come know, at me because we, we, you know, you know, yeah. we, we're doing this comedically, but like yeah. some people, I think, do come really at me all the time. But it's not that we think like, oh, for the black man, a white woman is the. It's not. The, the, it's not the paradigm. It's not. It's, it's, it's yeah. or the paragon. I'm right. sorry. Yes. But it's just this. It's just a social taboo that has been. And guess who's coming to dinner? Was a movie that Sydney did. Yeah. But like. It is just that taboo that, like, even on screen, people are still like, oh, it, it feels dangerous for the black man to be with a white woman. Yeah. Like, you know, it's too so scary. Go, it so, is. Yeah. So, so basically what I do is in every movie, uh, we decide when there could have been a swirl. When could the black man <laughs> have had sex with a white woman in a movie? Even if there is none, we say where there is one. Well, in this movie, you know, what's interesting and so provocative in this film mm-hmm. is when the girl who it. got pregnant yep. comes and the best, one of the best parts of the movie is her brother saying, I can't believe you allowed a Negro in the room yeah. to listen. You know, that's disrespectful. Mm-hmm. And, there, there's, and, and there was nothing sexually charged about the scene. It, but 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 th- that dynamic or no? Do you think there was John? that? There was there was a one. She look. gave a look. She gave a look. She when gave he was outside. one look before they went into yep. the office. She, she came in. in and she looked at him. And there was, to me, I yep. was like, ooh. Yeah. And it's, something. And oh, I thought that look, I oh. actually thought that look was the opposite. I oh, was I thought like, it was in. I thought it was in. the fuck are you? I thought it was yeah. in. Were you? <laughs> I, I thought, don't know. I thought it was like, uh. At Kroger, we know the minute a tomato is picked off the vine, the fresh timer starts. The sooner we get our produce to you, the fresher it is. That's why we've completely overhauled our process to shorten the time from harvest to home for our tomatoes, strawberries, and salads. Because we know how much you love fresh produce, we give you more time to enjoy your tasty fruits and veggies at home. So whether you're shopping in-store, picking up, or prefer delivery, we're committed to bringing you the freshest produce possible. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey, this is Tim Heidecker, and I'm glad to be back in Glendale, California, in the studio with my good friends DJ Doug Pound and Vic Berger for another episode of our podcast, Office Hours Live. This week we had a very special guest, his golden messenger, who played a beautiful tune for us. We laughed, we had fun, and you should tune in to Office Hours Live this week, and quite frankly, every week on your podcast app of choice or at youtube.com slash Live. 
I think there are two points in this movie where the swirl could have Go ahead. One of them is going to be controversial, but I'm going to say it anyway. Okay. The first one is... The first one is... The the, the, the the wife. Yeah. The, the wife. Oh, yeah. Colbert. Colbert's wife. Colbert's wife. The thing is, she she was from Chicago, where interracial day might have... It might have happened in secret, whatever, but it was going down. Now, here's the thing. Her <laughs> husband is gone. Yeah. Okay? My thing is, she could have been like, hey, you put that Negro back on here. And they say no. And she's like, you know what? I'm going to get him to come back. And I'll see no Mr. Tim. <laughs> she seduces she seduces she goes, Mr. Tim. She, she is single. Goes, he is he single. is single. And she technically is single now. She's too. technically she's Wait, a widow. Talk about, talk about, talk about. Yeah. So listen, this is my thing. This is my thing. Okay. So we know Mr. Tibbs is staying with the black mechanic, yeah. right? So Mr. Tibbs could be stressed out thinking it's like, oh man, somebody's trying to come kill me again. Uh-huh, Next thing you uh-huh. know, it's the white woman. And she's like, Hey, I know you're a good cop. The best homicide cop. In I'm Philadelphia. A, in Philadelphia, the north, where people are smart. <laughs> yeah. Okay? And she's like, you know what? I need you to stay. And he's like, and he's like, and he's like, I don't want to stay. This place is racist. And she's like, no, not all of us are that bad. And he's like, no. <laughs> he's like, no, I need to get out of here. And she's like, no, just stay. This dialogue is amazing. And he's like, why should I listen? Why should I listen to anything you say? Because I'm from Chicago. What? You from Chicago? That's the north. I'm from the north. What? She closes the door. <laughs> and, in, and in that particular movie, that's all you're gonna get. That's all you're gonna get. But wait, but wait, 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 wait. Could it be this though? Could it be? Can this be the end? Can this be the end? So that's all you're gonna get. They they kind of go and the, you hear, and, the, and it starts to fade. It starts to fade out, and then all you hear is. <gasps> Mr. Tibbs. Yes. Hold on. We got to add to that. We got to add to that. That's what it is. We got to add to that. Basically, we got to get the shot from outside the window. So basically, she it's closes pulling the door. back. She closes the door. And all you cut see to the exterior. The silhouette back from the window. The silhouette. Silhouette. Oh, they they hold each other. Oh, they go Mr. down. Tibbs. Mr. Tibbs. And he's like, <laughs> what is he say? He got to say one of those classic words. Damn right. He got to say something. He got to say something good. You did. You did. Or she says, you know, Mr. Tibbs, and he goes. That's my name. <laughs> That's my name. The second That's one, the second one is kind of tricky because the thing is, is you know, like this, usually they in movies they don't hire people that are the same age. So I didn't know the the sister was sixteen. Until they got in the room. Oh no, oh, neither did I. No, oh, I, I didn't know the room. Yeah, that was not a sixteen-year-old girl. Was not now, was that that sixteen-year-old girl the same girl that you kind of so, see naked? That's her. That's her. I was, I was, I was like, you, you, oh. well, you realize that's what the name of the movie is. Yes, yes. Yeah. in the heat in of the night. night of the night. It was so hot that night. I was yeah. traipsing around in my birthday suit. Yeah, the heat of night. So I didn't know she was sixteen. So this is my thing. It was questionable. I'm gonna just imagine. Let's let's fictional world. She's. 18. Okay. She's 18 in the official world. Oh, Mr. Tibbs. <laughs> no, no, no. Keegan, everyone oh, listen. Boy. No, we can listen. Listen, listen. I'm on board. I'm on board. She's 18. Okay, she's 18. She's 18. She's legal. She's legal. Okay, here's the thing. Mr. Tibbs knows where everyone goes. <laughs> no, Mr. Tibbs knows what happened. Okay. Mr. Tibbs knows <laughs> that she goes to the Producer window Nick naked. is shaking his head. No, listen, hit me out. Okay. Mr. Tibbs, Mr. Tibbs knows that she goes to the, door, the window naked. How does he know? How does he know? You're right. How does How he, he know? know that Sam he skipped had the block? To, he would have had to go back to that block and saw her naked. He would have had to have known. So that, that is thing. a hole in the, in the story. This yeah. is my thing. He would have had to go back the night after. And I was, he's walking. Because what's he going gets on? out what's of the car. On? He gets out of the car. He leaves. He's like, what's going on? What's going on? He walks past the window. She's dead naked. Next thing you know, he's like, what the hell is this white girl uh, doing naked in this window? And I was saying, he stops confused trying to figure it out. As he's doing that, she vanishes. You know what happens now? The door opens. Oh, dear. The door opens, and he's like, 
I gotta go in this oh. door. <laughs> I, gotta, door. I gotta go in this door. Just a reminder: in this scenario, she's eighteen. She's eighteen in this scenario. In this scenario, oh, yeah. let, yeah. you know, in this that scenario, makes... let's make her twenty-two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 22, yeah that's 22. good. I like twenty-two. That. She was just, so he goes in and he's like, "Hey, <laughs> hey, what's what's happening?" And she's like, "And she." <laughs> And she doesn't hey, say anything. Hey, 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 hey. What's, What's happening? happening? Is it hot? Is it hot in here? And all of a sudden, she doesn't talk. She doesn't talk. Because you never hear her talk until she gets in the room. And she's forced to talk. Because she doesn't talk. And he's like, hey, listen. I'm <laughs> like, hey, did that, did that cop, did Sam come over here and talk to you? She gives him a nod. And he's like, she, he, she's naked. Okay. She's naked okay. the whole time. Because she's always naked when she's in the window. Why? Okay, that's the movie, not me. Why is she in? Okay. She answered the door because she's curious because she's continue, bored. Continue, continue. They said the whole time, she said that I'm bored, right. he needs me at home. And she's like, you know what? I never met a black man with a suit because he wears white people clothes. Right. I want to have sex with the black man who wears white people clothes. Does he have sex like a white man? Or does he have sex like a black man? She don't she, know. She doesn't, she doesn't know. know. But she does what, know. But she that's knows. illegal. She, she knows. She knows. And she, it was illegal. It literally, it literally was illegal. And she's in the South. She needs to feel spicy. She needs to feel a little edge in her life. So what's crazier? What's the, what's, what do you want up after like being naked in front of a white cop having sex with a black man in a suit That's in the, the south next one she wouldn't even close the door she wouldn't even close the door she's like she's like what's your name Mr. Tibbs he's like yeah and she's like leave the door open <laughs> That's right. it. Leave right. the door open. All right. Too small, y'all. Forget it. Let's get out of here. Well played. <laughs> well played. Jerome. Thank you. Well Thank played. you. All right. Cool. Ah, uh, you can send your hate mail to at uh, Black <laughs> Podcast on Twitter. <laughs> no, that, this needs to go directly to Gerard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just Gerard's Twitter. <laughs> Uh, cool. All right. I like that you said that, Braylock, that people need to understand that it's a comedy. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's, it a is. it's a comedy podcast. It's a comedy, podcast. It's a comedy yeah, podcast. But um, I get a lot of hate. So I know. Like, I know. Come do, you, do you get a lot of hate? People come to me. Well, you know what you need to do? You know what you need to do? Even if it, even if he's not the lead, I haven't seen the movie or even thought about the movie in a long time. There's a movie with Ellen Barkin and Lawrence Fishburne called mm-hmm. Bad Company. Oh, I've yes. seen it. And if you've seen it, that's there's your swirl movie. The other swirl movie, of course, is Mississippi Masala with I Denzel, and I cannot think of her name right now. Her name is escaping me. She's an Indian actress who is in who is in Homeland. She plays Saul's wife in Homeland. Oh, great, Sarita. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So her name is Sarita, yeah. and she's in a film called Mississippi Masala with Denzel Washington, and it's an Indian family. Oh. She's the daughter, and they and they have a romance. Mm. And it's an Indian family that's moved to the Mississippi, and Denzel's character lives there. Right. And it's it's an interesting thing. Things, things are changing because I, just... I, it's almost like there's a secondary part of this podcast, right. which yeah. is yeah. the swirl section. Find those films, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because and, re- ooh, just tweet, recently, just tweet recently, tweet recently actually, um, some films, uh, Jonathan, yeah. you remember his name? Um, he's the lead in uh, the new Star Wars movie, uh, John Boyega. B- uh, Boyega. John, Boyega. He he just signed on to be Emma Watson, Hermione's. Love interest in a new film. Cool. And to me, it's so Love cool. It. Because he's young. He's young. Yeah. And it's like, oh, Will Smith just so did it. And it's like, yes. This is, th- yes. This is it. This is, this is what the swirl right. is about. Like, we're just. And there's, if I may, there's a movie for you guys. Yes. Yeah, because Attack the Block is not an American yes. studio movie. Exactly. But it's a studio it's movie. It's a studio yes, movie. It is. And yes, it almost is. all so the characters are black. Yep. Yes. And, yes. and, and, and the white characters are the comic relief. Comic yep. relief. Yeah. Oh, my we God. should definitely do Attack of the Block. Oh, Attack of the Block yeah. is so – I'm so down to do that. Absolutely. All right. Cool. So it's time. It's time. James, what? What, um, what are you going to say? I'm just saying. James, uh, say it. You're so thoughtful. I'm just saying um, 
So the movie Hancock, like if you oh, think wow. about, if we think about no, it in the heat of the no, night, no, well, no, how dare you? Think about you. It in the heat of, no, we have so, a guest. Now I no, listen here. <laughs> if I may, if I may, if I may, the guest yes wants to hear him out. Thank okay. you. Okay, okay. thank All you, right. Keegan. Dude, you okay, gotta, so you pass. Uh, <laughs> it, in the heat of the night, right, is about a man who's out of place. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I might renege. Wait, no. I might renege. Wait, no, I think I'm reneging on my wait, wait, on my wait, previous no, no. request. He's a man, he's a You're man who's out of place. He's a man who's out of place. Okay, keep going. Okay, a handcuff. And he has an ability, a deep ability, deep inside of himself, mm-hmm. to save people. Is it a superpower? I, is it a superpower? He, he it does kind of. It's true. It might be. You know, it is kind of the like superpower a, of detecting. Yeah. Of detecting. Yeah. Okay. Bruce Wayne. And then in the movie Hancock, stop. Hancock. Stop, man. Come on, man. Wait, no, wait. Listen, he's on the others. People don't know he's out of place. They're like, why is this man here? It's not the Uh, same. No, I'm done. It is not the same. And then Keegan is looking at us like we're we're not smart anymore. (laughs) No, we're not doing this, okay? And as. I have to say, Jerome, I'm still intrigued. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Keegan. Okay, so then as as In the Heat of the Night continues, there is an acceptance that builds uh, from the people that are around him. There's one man, right, that latches on to uh, the outsider. Is that Charlize Theron? Is that Charlize Theron? And he says, you know what? He says to other people, you have to... (laughs) I thought a lot about it. You can't even give a straight face. He's like, he he goes to other people, and they're like, you guys have to... I need Mr. T. You guys have to do... And in Hancock, they're like, you know... Hancock is just misunderstood. No, no, hey, there's hey, no, hey, no, no. All right, I'm all right, saying. I'll give it to you don't, until the part, until the, until the part where Charlize, and then Charlize Theron is like, oh, uh, by the way, God. we're Egyptian we're gods. gods. We're Egyptian gods. They can't be in the room together. What about yeah, that part? We cannot ignore the Egyptian, Egyptian gods. gods. Egyptian we gods. can't be in the room I mean, I together know. part of the movie. I don't even remember if that was a big part of Hancock. Uh, so I'm done with him. Let me just say this. It's the biggest part of Hancock. <laughs> After the middle of the second act, we have a turn, and that's know, the reveal. I don't know. I don't uh, and I don't, think Gilles- I don't think we can compare Gillespie and Jason Bateman's yeah. character. <laughs> not at all. Uh, I think like not to mention that some of the cops kind of fall into line, but the town wants to string him up. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's not the same. But can I'm I say this, James? Please. Great effort. Thank you. Don't do that. See, don't do that. No. no, no, no. I got a don't great do effort just Because you, you, you don't have to stay here. Am I encouraging him? I'm encouraging him. Yeah, you don't have to stay here. You don't have to stay here, okay? <laughs> like, this is the worst thing. You know what he's going to say every week? You know Keegan like that. <laughs> <laughs> every week. Uh, every true. week. It's not going to go away, and I appreciate it. All right. So now it's time to get so... You may not. It's time to get into the cause. The cause. Yes. So okay. So Keegan, essentially, yes. the way we, we rate uh, the way we rate these films, not on like a scale of one to ten or five stars or whatever, we rate it uh, in terms of the cause. Did this movie help the cause of leading black actors in Hollywood in major motion pictures? Um, now, this film was in 1967 because we have said before we like films that aren't just catered to. a no FUBU films. Yeah, no just black No, no for us, by us films. Uh, and also, you know, now, obviously, the 21st century, we like to do films that aren't just centered around race. That being said, this is 1967. Race was the only thing that black people yeah. were really think. It's not true. It's not the only thing yeah. that black people were thinking about, but my, it was on everybody's mind. Uh, so um, we do Black Fist. Now, we usually do, it's, there's three of us, but there's four of us today. So we either give it, if you feel like it really helped the cause, Black Fist, if it did, if it was so-so, 
white palm. And if you feel like it didn't help the cause at all, nothing. Yeah. On the count of three, we're going to just throw it up. Whew. You got to think about it a little bit. Man, I need to second. I, this one's hard. I mean, it's interesting. Hard. It's interesting because, right. like, it's time wise, right? There's a context issue. There's a context yeah. issue. Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. You, okay, ready, this guys? Tough. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. I, I, I honestly, right. I'm, a, tough. I'm okay. It's cool. It's tough, but, I, but I've decided. All right. <laughs> okay, here we go. The count of three. Closing my eyes. One. Two, three. Oh, all right. It's fifty percent. Fifty percent. So we got two, two black fists, two black fists, two white palms. Yeah, which we can combine into one fist. So that's three black three, fists. Three, three black fists. Three black fists. Out of three four, black three out of four, four black three, fists. Yeah. And I and I say it because it's a seminal film. Yes. yes. You know what I mean? It's it's one of the big. It's cheating because it's one of the first. It's a pioneer. It's film. a pioneer film. So yeah. it's cheating a little bit, as opposed to. Here's the thing. If if, if I may just say this. Yes. The thing is, King gave it a black fist. I don't, and I gave it a black fist. At this point in time in our history, uh, I'm trying to think how to say this the best way. This was the best example of us. The, okay, it's lacking nuance as a human. Yes. But it's showing that a black person can have expertise in something that a white person doesn't have expertise in. Yes. yes. That's what's, I think that's one important Very component true. Very of it. True. Okay. The other thing is, then, I think because we're alive after this era, which is the civil rights era, right? It's it's the end. It's the tail end of the civil rights era. The next era was black exploitation. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So what happens is in black exploitation, they were all turned into superheroes. Yep. That yeah. had these skills that were never quantified by anybody. They were shared with people yep. about. Our sexual prowess. And then people said, hey, that's something that we can – that's something that's scintillating that we can link into. So that's what the identity of a black male will be yeah. as opposed to being a provider, as opposed to being a person who inspires, yes. yeah. as opposed to being a person who has insight, yes. as, a person, as opposed to a person who has historical context. It's just – I'm going to be crude. It's just, oh, I know we can narrow it down to for the most, for the most sensational and titillating aspect of selling tickets, they've got – Big dicks. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. that's the worst yeah. thing that happened to us. Yes. Yes. And and there was thirty years of of comedians talking about that being the best thing that happened to us. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. It, that's the wor- It's one of the worst things that happened to us. That's not where our value lies. Right. And yeah. so I I think what happened is almost in a manner of speaking, what we what we see in the heat of the night, mm-hmm. what we see in patch of blue, what we see in who, look, uh, guess who's coming to dinner? What we see in those films got, in a manner of speaking, corrupted in the 70s. Yeah. Because we were showing archetypal uh, archetypal superheroes right. that had a particular, quote-unquote, skill set. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As opposed to jumping another 25 years later to a movie like Pursuit of Happiness, where I'm seeing a man oh. who is simply trying to provide for his son. Yeah. Right. And is there some flavor on it? Yes. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, at the core, the movie's about a man trying to provide for his family. Yeah. And isn't that story, that human story, mm-hmm. what movies should be about? That's all you yeah. want is to be humans, man. Yeah. All we're Do asking is to, to be, be human. human. That's yeah. it. It's yeah. like it's not a – I feel like we go through this every week, and I was you know, in the car ride here. I was yeah. like, man, it's sad that we do this podcast because to me it's like – it's fun, but it's like the whole point is that – 
we rate movies on whether it helps further the cause of a black yeah. person being considered a human in a movie. And why, and and <clears throat> you gave it a white palm. Draw gave, I gave it, a it I gave it a white palm only because um there's a question of whether or not Sydney is the lead. So to me it's like I see. I see. So to me it's like it, it's a fair great question. Movie. It's a question to me even if he cuz <clears throat> Again, um, I'm so sorry I can't remember the 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 cops. Gillespie. 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 That actor won Best Actor. So my thing is like for, for him to be nominated for Best Actor, that poses the question of like who who leads this movie? For instance, I mean to be honest, like uh, let's take it back to Trinity Day. This movie has the Trinity Day effect. Like uh, uh, like Denzel happened to be nominated for Best Actor, even though he was kind of like. The Gillespie of that movie, and the reason he was nominated is because is was because he played a bad guy. He played right. the bad so guy. So we're saying, oh, there's some diversity mm-hmm. in a role that Denzel's playing. Mm-hmm. We've got to nominate him. He's got to he get it. The hero. He's yes. got to get it. But Ethan Hawke was nominated for best supporting. So to me, it's like if the actor playing Gillespie was nominated for best actor, and again, like I don't have my phone near me, but it's like if Sydney was to be nominated because he wasn't, what would he have been nominated for? Would it have been best actor next to this man, or would Actually, it have been best support? So. He actually was nominated for Best Actor for the Golden Globe and for the BAFTA. But not for but Oscars. Not the was he really? He was nominated six times for the Golden Globe, six times for the BAFTA, two times for the Academy. For the Academy. And, and to, me, to me, it's like this, this podcast is like we say like a black leader man um, in a studio movie. And the thing is the fact that whether Sydney's leading is a question – he makes it like even though he is the title he's top character. built and he's he top, top built. built he's top built they made a sequel they made two sequels to this movie based around him they call me <laughs> mr tibbs it's the name of the sequel yes. but my thing is the fact that even right now in this room we're like he split it or the fact that we're questioning it to me is like i can't give it that i hear but you. james james gave it a james yeah, gave it a fist i gave it a fist uh because the the movie itself you know like is like it is um Pretty much saying like, look, you guys, accept this person. Like the movie, like is the co- like in. Itself, I hear what you're saying, James. You know? The movie is the cause. Is the cause. It's it is very. True. You know, like it's, it's it is a very much a civil rights film. Like, it's oh, like you know what I mean. You should be accepting this man. Why not? You know, why not look at this? He's man more qualified to solve this crime and save your town. Yeah, than, than you are exactly. Yep. And they need his help. Um. And yeah, and I mean, and like, and I, you know, like we've been talking about how like uh, his character is not a nuanced human character, but I feel like there are a couple times where he's like, it's starting to happen and he's not allowed to. Uh, yeah, I so think true. I think Poitier is the person that in, inserts the nuance. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. If yeah. you were to read the script, I could see not yeah. today, today, if you yes. were to make that movie today. I could see a black actor going, oh, there's not enough character in here for me. Yep. Yeah. He just made the necessity yep. is the mother of invention. Yeah. Well, he probably didn't have no other option. Because, again, I feel like, you know, Jonathan James and I, for instance, I'm going to say it. I said this to Bray Lock the other day, is that usually we're in a comedy community here in New York. If there's a black role, oh, and they yeah. can't get, so and it happens to us all the time. If they can't get, like, James... It'll come to Braylock. They can't get Braylock. It'll come to me. And I feel like yeah, not this, always in that order. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I, whatever order it happens. It's always in, in that order. I'm right, always James. first. <laughs> okay, Thank <James>. you. Okay. <laughs> <James>. <laughs> but I feel like sometimes, especially like if you look at this pilot season, by the time this airs, like a lot of pilots coming out, or there are young black guys. A lot revolves around like rapping and selling drugs. And I feel like in this movie, Sidney Poitier probably got the script, and it was like very generic. It was like just a black man 
dealing with this. It was a crazy. popular book. That it, the it, it was. It, it was, was a popular book, and yeah. I and I, I love now to read the book. Yeah, I would and see what yeah. nuance is missing yeah. in the film right. that maybe he tried to provide, or yeah. or maybe. Or maybe, maybe the opposite. Maybe. Or was it, or I thought what, he added it all. Or he did they put added, all the nuance in the film that wasn't all. in the book? Because think about everything we talked about with Sidney Poitier. Everything we're talking about is like the looks he gives. That's not in a script. It's not no, like that's that's not what you're all. that's what you do in your body. The character, like for instance, Braylock, you talked about it earlier on when um, um, the cop is trying to convince him to stay when at the train station. He's like, "You just want to prove. Think about it. You want to prove that you're better than the rest of these white these white cops." And the thing is. To me, watching Sydney's close up, it's like he's thinking in his head, I do want to do that. But it's also like, that's not the point. It's like, to me, it's like that stuff he added. And it's just yeah. crazy because like, so, I feel like he's got a generic script and it's like, I'm going to make this what I can. So, like what Eddie did. Yeah, absolutely. So, the, so I give it a white palm and I, f- I feel like, I don't know, I'm really struggling with it. But the reason that I did it, because I agree with, I agree with, I definitely agree with both of what Keegan and James said about this film. And like, also the fact that Sidney Poitier, like, here it's a weird thing. It's a weird thing because basically this film was so amazing, and Sidney did such a great job. And like, in not just this film, but all of his, all of his, his whole body of work, that it, I think, I think accidentally, it created what you were talking about. It created the black this, It created the black it, superhero. It created the black oh. superhero. But because the thing Sydney, is, yeah. because in people's minds, they were like, that's what I want to be. It's like, oh. people were watching this movie and black people were like, that's awesome. I mean, and like, and like everybody else was like, yes. And, and, and it had okay. to, it had to be digestible. It had to, because it's hard because it's like, it had to be digestible for where this country was at this time they need it you need it and and the thing is it's it's funny because you need both i was talking about this with my girlfriend that you uh you need both mlk and malcolm x you do right, right? you need that violent you need that violence you know to kind of like and then the per and then the black upstanding black citizen who people were the white people were like man we'd much rather deal with him than deal with this guy and 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 because you have this guy they're like great well since clearly a change needs to be made We'll go overhead over here. So Sydney's character was like, okay, this is like, this is how we'd rather deal with it. We know it has to be dealt with. We'd rather deal with this, you know what I mean? Action star kind of almost, right? Yeah. But so this is just like a, a side like thing. Like uh, it's from Wikipedia, but I think it's true. Uh, they said like the film earned the nickname Super Spade versus the Rednecks. Super, Super Spade. Spade. Yo. Yeah, which is a term we haven't heard in it's 40 years. Right, right, because yeah. obviously that's a derogatory term. But like they, but it was just like, oh, it's like the super negro. It's the it's the superhero black man, yeah. and like and they and people idolize that, and white people idolize that. Yeah. they so so much so that it wasn't like they were like, great, we'll go see Shaft. I mean, you know like, what I mean? It's like what I said about uh, about Beverly Hills Cop of like like Beverly Hills Cop. Right, that's why on he, its own is yes. like, oh wow, great. There's this there's this black man, but it's not necessarily that he's black. It's like this, you know, it's this crossover kind of a movie, but then it spawned the sea of movies that was like <laughs> the black right. cop. And the, I just want to be clear, that, by the way, it's not Sydney's. This is, has nothing to do with Sydney. It has right. to do with, it just has to do with what it, what had to happen. And then yes, because Hollywood was like, great, that's all it needs to be. That's, that's my point. Yes. Is that at that time, that's what needed to happen in the evolution, uh, in our cinematic yes, evolution. Exactly. That's what was happening and that's what needed to happen. But the problem is, we just, like you said, Jara, it's so simple. It's like, we just want to be seen as humans. humans. And so what happens is, 
we're not superheroes. Right. But I think what happened is in the 60s, after the, after, it, it's almost like we had spent from the 18th century, I'm sorry, the late 17th century. 17th. <laughs> the 17th. late 17th century to the 1960s. Yes. We were. Fr- I, 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 I say I, 90s. I will say to the 1990s. 1990s. Okay, we'll say the 1990s. We were, uh, and I'm trivializing. I'm, I'm trivializing. I'm saying this on purpose. I'm trivializing yes. the experience to make an example, uh, an, an uh, um, analogical. Antidote? Analogical. No. Uh, I'm not analogy yeah. to make Analytical? to make a, a broad uh, analogy. Yes. Okay. So from the from the the late 16th, late 17th century to the 1990s. We were freshmen in high school, and they were beating on us and beating on us and beating on us. Fuck you, freshmen. Fuck you, freshmen. Right. And it wasn't until the mid-90s that we got to be sophomores. And what do sophomores do? Sophomores act like superheroes. Right. Yeah. And pick on the freshmen. Wow, now, there are no, there were no freshmen, <laughs> right? Because we yeah. – but the thing is we did something that freshmen never had to do. It wasn't four years, man. It was 404 yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we had to make ourselves superheroes because sophomores That's see so juniors true. and seniors as superheroes and sophomores get to be superheroes too. And I think we almost emotionally right. – from an, a point of a point of emotional logic, right. we had to do that. Right. That's why in, in Living Color, very in the, the television show in Living yeah. Color, which is one of my favorite TV shows, uh, we had to be in a place where we're like, black people are cool, and we're cooler than white people, right. yeah. and we always have been. We're, we've always been <laughs> we've always been more creative, and we've always been more um, figurative. We've always been more colorful. Uh-huh. And so we started to exert ourselves in that way. Right. Yeah. And that's why I use Pursuit of Happiness as a benchmark movie. We're like, that's just a movie about a guy who's trying to save his kid. Right. That's it, man. And they put a Universal. black man in it. Exactly. That's the next step. And that's, that's what Jordan exactly. and I are trying to do. To me, that's yeah. the next step. Exactly. That is just the cause. Treat us like, to me, we were already superheroes. Now – just treat us like humans. Just regular How has human that beings. been though? Because I feel like, and I feel like I bring this up because uh, again, we're here in the comedy community in New York, and I feel like it's that thing of you know, me and Braylock happen to be on the same team, which I love, right? But I feel like sometimes before I met the rest of you know, James Bray Astronomy Club, it yeah. was this thing of like I was the only black dude I ever met in a class doing improv, or even on stage. So I became so. For instance, if I would talk to you guys like how I normally talk. It became the, the game of a scene. And people don't know the game yeah. of a scene. That me- becomes the funny thing of the scene. Whereas, like, that's not me being funny. That's just how I talk. Oh, goodness, yes. So it's like, that's just how I talk. So my curiosity is because clearly you're at a different level than we are. Like, do you ever feel like, oh, just, just what are your experiences just when it comes to, like, you just did a film? Is that, do you have to balance out how, ah, it's weird. Do you ever have to, like, question how black you can be? Well, the thing is, it's what the film, what you're talking about, uh-huh. is what the film's about. Uh. See, jo- Jordan wrote this film, and it's brilliant. And the thing is, all the film is, if you take complete race out of it, let's say every human being in the world, every all seven billion of us are exactly. purple. Every all seven billion of us are purple. We're all purple. If everybody on Earth is purple, then this movie is about a guy who goes through a horrible breakup. And then what he wants, and then he, and then a, a kitten shows up on his doorstep, and that kitten replaces his girlfriend, <laughs> right? 
and then the kitten gets stolen, and he and his cousin have to go find the kitten. Ah. Hmm. That's what the movie's about. That's very interesting. Did you? That's what the movie's about. Everybody's purple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody's purple, right? Right. And then there are some purple people who are um, dealing with nefarious situations and Ill- illicit contraband, and they some for some reason have the kitten. Us two purple people who grew up privileged mm-hmm. have to go in that world if we want to get the kitten back. So the people who are purple who are lower class speak in a particular way. We don't speak in that way. But if we want to get the kitten back, we better start speaking that way to make them think we're one of them. To infiltrate. To to infiltrate and get the kitten back. Right? Yep. So that's what we do. If there was no race and there was only culture and class, that's what our movie Keanu's about. Hmm. Right? Yeah. yeah. But there is culture. Exactly. And there is race. And there is context. And that's why I think our movie's going to make a lot of money. (laughs) (laughs) None of it should matter, but humans make it matter. Right. Because when we were cavemen, we had to categorize shit, eat the green stuff, don't eat the ground stuff, blah, blah, blah. And we've been doing it ever since. Yep. I know it sounds cryptic. Does that make sense? No, it does make I sense. Think you know? that, but that's my question because, like, again, we just do so, the same thing yeah, about, like... I, I'm not even, I, I kind of went off on a tangent. I didn't answer. What I'm saying is that's the situation is that Jordan just wrote a caper. Right. There's the jewel. The jewel's a kitten in this case. Mm-hmm. We got to find... We got to do everything in our power to get the jewel back. We just happen to be two upper middle class black guys mm-hmm. who were raised in quote unquote white society right, right, right. and we have to go into quote unquote black society to get the kitten back. So the movie is about how black we are yeah. in any given moment. Right. Yeah. The movie's about that. But yes, my partner yeah. is so goddamn brilliant, he found a way to just infuse it inside of a caper. That's so great. we never talk about it. Yeah. Right. We just do it. Right. Yeah, There's good. like three lines in the whole movie where we talk about it. That's great. And then the next 80 minutes, we just do it. Yeah. Right. Show, don't tell. That's, yeah. That's the cause, baby. That's the cause. Yeah. Yeah. I can't even. John, I, I want to give uh, Jonathan Bray like a shout out right now. Because I feel like Jonathan Bray like just did some. They, this episode is so crazy to me. It's like Jonathan Bray like got us a guest that we never <laughs> thought we would get. And I'm. Keegan, I don't keep telling you to guess. It's only because it's only because it's a thing of like John the Braylock was like, hey, Keegan's in town. I'm gonna get Keegan on our show. <laughs> and thing is, two days later, two days later, he's like, hey, Keegan's gonna do our show. And I was like, dude, you lost. Like, who are you talking to? I literally, I literally and I'm like, who are you talking to? Who are you talking to? Don't tell me no. Like, who are you talking to, bro? And the fact that like this is like, cause we talk about this all the time. And it's like <laughs> To me, it's great because now we've, I feel like we've had like a rich conversation. Just, this is great. Like, it was just like rich, not yeah, all really. jokes like we sometimes throw in. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But Even though James brought up Hancock. Uh, is, but yeah, thank you for thank you. Hancock. Thank God you. Damn. Yeah. What, James, did you have thank some you. Hancock no, comments? Gonna, no, it was not connected to Hancock. Right. <laughs> um, so, real quick, let's just close it up. We're going to uh, do some plugs. I think we will hopefully. Do you, do you know when the last. Uh, I believe it's September 9th. 
So I September think 9th. I think, I, think, I think we have four more weeks. Right. Cool. Uh, cool. So, you know. Check that living, out. If you're living under a rock. You know where Key and Peel is. Key and Peel. <laughs> to be completely uh, selfish, the big thing right now is that we just want to make sure the Television Academy understands that the, everything you nominated us for this year was from last season. From last yeah. season. Don't forget about us next season. <laughs> exactly. Don't By the way, forget also about congrats, us congratulations. Oh, thank yes. you. Thank you. Emmy, yeah. Emmy not, we're talking to Emmy nominated. I'm we nominated. We're talking about it. Emmy, Emmy nominated. nominated. And, and such, yeah, congratulations. Oh, and it's such so a big, I mean, you. honestly, it's so funny too because I didn't even think about it. I've loved Key and Peele since season one, but I, Bitch. Also, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I do have to say this. I'm I'm upset with you guys. I'm very mad at you guys. Oh, he talks about. I'm you're very not mad the at you. He's so mad. The only one. He's so mad. You gotta listen because though. He's I'm mixed. Been, he talks about this all the time. Like I, I and I understand. I understand. I'm sure other people are too. But I'm mixed. Me and my friend Rami were doing sketch comedy at the like we were coming up. He's so mad. and we were do. I I swear to God, there are certain sketches that like the freaking Liam Neeson sketch. I was like, that's 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 like I I do sketches like that. That's what I do. And I saw I saw. Key and Peele. This is before it was pop. This was before uh, whatever. I sound like a guy, like mm-hmm. a little high school. No, you kid. can be that guy. Go but it was. There. It was before it was popular, and I was like, I sh- I showed it to Rami, and we were both like, well, they we're not creating us. a sketch show, like th- like, and that's not 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 to say we don't have aspirations or we're going to do other things, but it was like there was something about there was a need, there was like a a a, a, a need that was fueling us to be like we want to create a sketch show that was like multiracial we get to but we also just be, get to be funny it's not always about race but it can come in when we want and i saw kim peel and i was like there it is I mean, there it is i'm, just I'm gonna do ex- something else I'm just happy it exists because i mean like i feel there's a for instance uh this episode we'll play later but um th- this week you guys did an outcast sketch and you yes. played andre d thousand yes and i grew up uh going to atlanta and it's like i remember I remember the transition from Andre 2000 went from being like super hood to like this uh, weird artist dude. (laughs) Because you know what? He became famous and then he was given permission to be who he really was. To to be who he really was, which is just an artist. Yes. And the thing to me is like you guys, what you guys did in that sketch to me is the kids and you guys have a white audience. What you guys did is the kids at UCB, the kids that like study comedy, you forced them to look up Outkast. Correct. You forced them to look to figure out. See, I don't get this. Which is what black people. Yeah, look out. They had to go figure out. I don't get it. Why? Like, what makes this weird? That's what black. And what people need to understand is that that's what black people have to do all the time. It is. We have to do that for white culture. Where if we grow, if you grow up, even if you grow up in a white suburb town, if you have a black family, there's a certain culture you have, and you go and you look at and you're looking at like touchstone things, and you're like, I don't understand that, and we have to figure out what it is. So. So yeah. there is a there is a trend, and this happens with women too, right? So like, uh, women and other minorities, not just black people, but I'm just like there when you are at, when you are in a mi- minority uh, or an oppressed you know person of any kind, you have to like uh, start to assimilate the culture of somebody else, and you learn. Like this empathy. You, We're you, getting real deep. No, 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 Man, no, 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 no. Come on, come on, come on. We're getting no. college lessons up in here. All right, fine. I feel like you learned, because I feel like, because <laughs> I grew up in a not so beautiful area, and I feel like I was taught from the very beginning that you had to learn two languages. I ne- I would never get my uncle, uncle, if you listen to this podcast, my uncle taught me two languages. My uncle was very well off. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you have to learn how to talk to people around the way. Yeah. You got to learn how to talk to people in an office. And it was like, you got to learn two different languages right. and you got to build that gap. And I feel like that is, you know. All right, cool. So, 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 uh, plugs, plugs, <laughs> Kim Peele, 
Few more uh, weeks. Series yeah, finale. We have like series, a finale. Series, series finale. Series finale. Series yep. finale. And then please watch the primetime Emmys on uh, September 20th. Yes. yes. Get that we'll, Emmy. We'll see how we're My doing. God. Yeah. Well, the it show is be... nominated for eight and Emmys. The show is nominated. I hope, we, I hope we can win one. And this out is the of eight. first time that the show is nominated. Which is uh, for, no, no. like best for. Oh, it's the first cat- time. Well, the it's category. the first time this has been a category. That's yeah, right. yeah. We were nominated for one Emmy two years ago, three Emmys last year, and then eight Emmys this year. Right. And so we'll see. We'll see. We'll see if we can bring one home. <laughs> yeah. No, listen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, to uh, me, that's just crazy. Like, yeah. that is... And then when the in the movie you say it's coming out in April, like in April, late April. Great, yeah, yeah, Keanu. Yeah. Keanu. Uh, it's called Keanu. 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 And uh, you know, guys, this has been such a wonderful experience. Yeah, Man, I, I'm just so happy that this could happen. And Twitter, Twitter. I'm at Keegan M Key. At Keegan M Key. At Keegan M Key. Yes, follow yep. him. Follow him on Twitter. And uh, yeah, and and I just uh, I think you know let's you know. Keep trying to crack this nut. Yeah, yeah. I like you it. You know what? What? What is it? What do we think? And I think that you guys, if I, and I'm, I'm not trying to be an old guy who's like telling you, here's what you should do, mm-hmm. but like try to codify patterns if right. you can find yeah. them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean. And that, and that will be, which is I think is what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. is going. What is it that makes? What are the ingredients that exactly. make those work and these not work? Mm-hmm. And how can we bust up the whole system right. and make it work for everybody? Uh, to end, I want all of us. I want one by one, all of us to say they call me Mr. Tibbs. <laughs> Is that cool? James, yeah, go first. Cool. You got you, you, James cool. practices at the house. <clears throat> well, and with Keegan. They call me Mr. Tibbs. That was good. Thank you. They call me. <laughs> I can't do it. They call me Mr. Tibbs. Gerard is getting ready for it. He is yeah. winding yeah. up. <laughs> Yo, Gerard Ger- just went, me, 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 me. <laughs> I don't want mini mumbling mice. Right, He's doing right, stretches right, in the corner. Right. They call me Mr. Tips. That's a deep baritone on that one. I like that. That's a new variation. <laughs> Keen closes out. They call me Mr. Tips. That was, you won. Black man it. can't jump in Hollywood. Peace. We see you guys next Thank week. Thank you. Yes, it was. Yes. And uh, we forgot to do our plugs because we were just kind of in awe. Because Keegan was just <laughs> chilling with us. Just he was my, chilling with us. It was cool. My, my, my jaw was dropped. So real quick, uh, we'll do our own plugs. Uh, for me, John Braylock.com, J-O-N, Braylock, B-R-A-Y-L-O-C-K.com, at John Braylock on Twitter and Instagram. Follow me, tweet at me, whatever. Uh, and uh, yeah, check out my shows there. And that's pretty much all I got to plug. I got some new videos up, so check them out. Yeah, man, y'all know I don't be doing no uh, social media like that. But I do want to plug something, though. What? Uh, James Braylock, uh, myself, and the other members of Astronomy Club are putting up a show at the Wright Citizen Brigade, UCB Chelsea, mm-hmm. on September 24th. We're putting up a sketch show, or our attempt to get a sketch show, um, Thursday at 6.30. It's called Astronomy Club Presents. Um, we take you through a journey through black history. So come learn about how stuff got where it is now. It, it's a it's a sketch show. No, it is completely. <laughs> it is a no no no. There's, there's lessons. There's no, less learning no, and much is more one hundred percent comedy. No, I, I accurate. Think, yeah, I think it, there's a lot of accurate. One hundred percent accurate. Yeah. Astronomy Club presents one hundred percent accuracy. So <laughs> black history. Yeah, if you're in New York, September twenty fourth, six thirty. James. Yes. Okay. James Third Comedy on all social media platforms, especially dot com. Three R D. So it's not James the Third. It's not James. Th- Stop saying it. <laughs> <laughs> it's James Third Comedy. Third is three RD. 
Um, oh, and uh, uh, The Adventures of Jamel, episode three, premiered in L.A. Um, has already premiered in L.A., and it should be online by now. Cool. com. That's your that's a web series. That's the web series. Oh, oh. You starring in. That's so cool, man. Yeah. Oh, hey, and if man. anyone's going to be in Vermont on... Um, sorry. What's, what's happening over <laughs> there? Sorry, I deserve it. I have a pilot in uh, the International Television Festival of Vermont, the 25th through the 27th. Oh, Come hang out. Thank you, man. It's pretty cool. Come hang out. When's that? Only black guy. When is it, though? <laughs> the yes, you it's, will. Uh, it's, the, it's September 25th through the 27th. Oh, cool. Great. So cool. if you're up there in so Vermont, you Great. hang out. And uh, that's it. Oh, and at Black Man Podcast, follow us. And like tweet at us and Keegan on the same tweet. Yes. Yeah, so we tweet at us and up. Keegan. Do it. Get a follow up. <laughs> uh, rate and view us on iTunes. All right, we're out. We'll see you guys. Oh, and next week. Goodness Come gracious. On, this I'm is, sorry. This is I just, insane. I'm telling you, I'm, I was blown away by the episode we just did. <laughs> Braylock is supposed to guide the podcast. I know. The, I was the, just, the we podcast. had a, Goodness, can you believe that this <laughs> no, episode I don't. just happened? I don't know. Okay, so it was amazing. Next week, we uh, it will be back to the three of us again. Uh, and we're going to do the, the first Denzel Washington film that we are reviewing. He won Best Actor. Yes. Yo, you know we talking about Training Day. Training Day, baby. Training Day. <laughs> King Kong ain't got, got nothing, nothing on me. me. All right. Go watch it again. hour lockdown. <laughs> Denzel Washington. We're going to get into it next week. We'll see y'all then. Peace. That was a HeadGum Podcast.